0: Take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Live Saturday edition tonight, it's Ian and Mark, and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy all the features there for free. Those other talk show hosts in the industry, they want to charge you for accessing their sites. You'll find that we've got more for free than they'll charge you for, I guarantee you at freetalklive.com, so enjoy that. Of course, we are here to take your phone calls about whatever you want. But to start things out tonight, Mark, we are going to do something that I have a natural uh, disinclination
1: for. Uh, it's because you're kind of a stick in the mud and you I, like things the way you like them.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't like to follow suit. I don't like to, uh, to jump on the bandwagon uh, with this talk radio business is a business of people that kind of ape whatever it is Rush Limbaugh's doing, right? I mean, as a general statement... They're they're kind of uh, it does seem cr- like they're clones.
1: I I, I don't know of entirely if I think they list all listen to Rush and then say hey let's do the show that Rush just did, but they do s- tend to talk about the same issues yeah. and pound home the same issues over and over again. And uh, the, you know that's the ninety percent of them that are conservative. The other ten percent of the uh, the liberals they listen to the conservatives and they say no you're wrong you're wrong.
0: So when you suggested before the show as we were discussing what we we're going to talk about uh, when you suggested this topic i thought oh man because i've seen these uh, industry newsletters i get the industry publications from sure. like, talkers magazine and they've been talking about how the number one topic on talk radio for the last four weeks or something like yeah. that has been this mosque uh controversy yeah and just just to let everybody know throughout the last week we do this show six nights a week this is our saturday show uh, throughout the last week, we have talked about the mosque thing, I think, all of zero times.
1: Right. I think so, too. Okay.
0: So just to make sure that it's clear. And it's because we've talked about it once a few weeks ago when it first kind of the controversy first started. We touched on it and I felt like, okay, that's done. Um, but people are still talking about it. Ron Paul's now come out with a with a statement about it.
1: And... Maybe it is worth mentioning again, right? And I think it's I think it's important that the take that Ron Paul has. It's the same take that that I had. Surpri- no surprises there. And it's mm-hmm. generally um, generally they're going to be very similar. But he, I think he really knocks it apart. I'm just going to take a, an excerpt of what he's uh, said Where's here. This is from this is um, actually it's from uh, AJC.com. So okay. um, he says the debate should have provided. Conservative defenders of property rights with a perfect example of how the right to own property also protects the First Amendment rights of assembly and religion by supporting the building of the mosque. So conservatives really should support the building of the mosque because conservatives support people's right to property. No, they don't. Well, yeah, that's the, it's the lie they tell themselves. Ah, okay. But conservative, you know, they 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 t- they have uh, very few principles when it comes to this area, yeah. and they can be manipulated by the demagogues like anybody else. Well,
0: right. Normally, with a when you uh, listen to what a conservative uh, might want in general, like if you ask them generally, what is it that you believe in, uh, they might say something like lower taxes, you know, smaller more, government, yeah, smaller government, and of course, that you would think that that means I would have more the, control. Return over to the over
1: Constitution, which which promises life, liberty, and property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
0: I would agree with you, Mark. I mean, having come from that particular viewpoint myself uh, many moons ago. Same here. Uh,
1: that, uh, that's kind of what I always thought. But
0: I guess this whole mosque thing has really outed them for
1: what they really are, right? Yeah. It absolutely is. Um, it is out of, the, out of them, absolutely. Uh, and As Rob, control freaks. Control freaks, people that, people that hate other, people with uh, different viewpoints of their own, than their own. It's supposed to be about sensitivity. Have sensitivity to me and, and my religion. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> right? Boy, what about that... me? I paid for the lease on this building. Well, Have wait. some sensitivity to me. But isn't that ironic? I mean, doesn't
0: that sound kind of like a liberal position? You know, being sensitive. Normally the conservatives, remember, I remember listening to like Rush Limbaugh when I was a kid. Yeah, Rush Limbaugh would say,
1: you're supposed to think, you're not supposed to feel.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I have not, I'm not against uh, feeling and empathizing and things sure, like sure. that. I'm not against that. I'm just saying that you know it was always my impression that conservatives were real you know uh, hardcore and right. tough about.
1: <laughs> well, you know,
0: we don't feel. We don't care. We we're, we're conservatives. Well,
1: well uh, the way I was taught was that it's 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 about critical thinking. It's about applying uh, reason and logic, and then you'll come out with conservative principles. And in this case, that's not what it's about at all. It's about being sensitive to the ideas of what happens. Happen on nine eleven, which is a couple of blocks away. Exactly how many uh, feet? How many? uh, How much sensitivity? And I want to know in yards. How much sensitivity (laughs) do I need to have? Because do I should I have a hundred yards worth of sensitivity? Do I need to have a thousand yards
0: of sensitivity? Does it scale down as you get further away from the sensitive zone? I mean, does it become less and less that you have to be? Right. uh, Can all the only mosques
1: in America be in Dearborn, Michigan? I just don't know. So what is it Ron Paul has to say? Instead, we hear lip service given to the property rights position while demanding that they need to be sensitive. Um, It requires an an all-out assault on the building of the mosque, several blocks from ground zero. Just think of what might have happened if the whole issue had been ignored and the national debate stuck with war, peace, the economy, and prosperity. There certainly would have been a lot of less emotion on both sides. The fact that so much attention has been given to the mosque debate raises the question of just why and driven by whom. In my opinion, it's come from...
0: Okay, I think it's because people can't leave others alone. Whether it's so-called liberals or so-called conservatives, they just can't leave people who are different from them to their own devices, to their own decisions, to their own property, to make their own choices for themselves. They have to have a say. They have to uh, come in there with their men with guns from the violent monopoly called uh, the New York City government or the feds or the state government, and they have to have their say in a violent fashion about not only do they have to have their opinion, but also they're willing to enforce their opinion on other people.
1: Now, you know, um, I guess I guess this, this, uh, this begs another question. Uh, um, and, you know, f- for one, it, p- people are all worried about the, this mosque when there's all kinds of uh, peekaboo, uh, you know, shops around in that same vicinity, people where you can get, we can get hand jobs and buy porn and uh, negligees and things like dirty, dirty little places. They got gay bars all around there, but mm-hmm. we can't have a mosque. Now, I, one thing about mosques that irks me, five times a day and real darn early in the morning, so they've got some recording or some guy on there going,
0: Allah, like butter. Is that right? They play that outside.
1: <laughs> they play you know, that outside. Yeah, yeah. They are blaring this crap out into the street, and it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Okay, now churches have bells. Churches ring. have bells, right? Now, if they're if you're going to ring your bells at five a.m., I think mm-hmm. it's five forty-five or something like that. I no one, please. I'm not. I, I'm certainly no good Muslim. I have no idea what time these these people yeah. do their hollering through the through the microphone. Uh, but uh, the, the, the bells. If you're ringing the bells by my house at six a.m., I'm going to have a problem with that too. And I think that. I think it 's about uh be- being kind to your neighbors as far as i 'm concerned. Yes, I understand people work some people work at night. those people I think are responsible for wearing earplugs mm-hmm. uh, when they when they sleep during the day, but during the day. At some reasonable hour, I suppose it's okay to, to to play your recording of the guy hollering through the microphone, um, and you play your bells. We are talking
0: about New York City, where there's constantly noise. Yeah,
1: right. You can't sleep at all in that place. I don't know how they do it. Oh, you can. You just adjust to it. God, the the, the sirens going down the street. The people that are from New York
0: City and then they move out to like the countryside yeah. are very stra- You know, they're, they're very uh, surprised by how quiet things are, and they're not used to it. They're used to having noise. I, I remember hearing about somebody who was living in New York City who had to like get a, a cassette cassette tape back when they had cassette tapes, and play
1: the sounds of the city in order to go to sleep at night. <laughs> So let me finish with uh, yeah. what Ron Paul has says. So it's the neoconservatives. They never miss a chance to use hatred towards Muslims to rally support for the ill-conceived preventative wars. A select quote from soldiers in Afghanistan and Iraq expressing concern over the mosque is pure propaganda and an affront to the bra- their bravery and sacrifice. The claim that we are in the Middle East to protect our liberties is misleading. To continue this charade millions of uh, Muslims are indicted and we are obliged uh, to rescue them from their religious and political leaders, and we're supposed to believe that abusing our li- um, abusing their liberties here and uh, here and pursuing unconstitutional wars overseas will solve their problems.
0: So, I guess there's this groundswell of people that are, want to do everything possible to prevent these people yeah, from they're building this they're having this mosque,
1: protests, right? they're out there uh, protesting, which is fine, as far as I'm concerned, if you're on public property and you're not impeding foot traffic or, or car traffic. But
0: ideally, they would like to use the power of the government to prevent this, wouldn't they? I mean, don't you think?
1: I'd say the vast majority of them want to do exactly that. So
0: if you're one of those people that doesn't believe that this mosque should be built, or anywhere should a mosque be built, if you don't believe that should be the case... And you supposedly believe in property rights. How do you reconcile that? 1 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You're welcome to share your feelings on uh, this or whatever it is that's on your mind. It is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. And the number again, 800 259 9231. You take control. Free Talk Live, you are invited to take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. It's the Live Saturday edition, and tonight it's Ian. And Mark. Uh, 1-800-259-9231 is the number. You can also join us online at freetalklive.com. You'll find things like our Shrine of Female Listeners just added three ladies to the Shrine today. Uh, You can see that over at shrine.freetalklive.com. And if you are a lady listener, you can become a part of the Shrine. The details are there at
1: shrine.freetalklive.com. Tired of reading about the loss of liberty? Now for the first time a novel showing how liberty can realistically triumph progress by Charles Stample order a copy from Amazon or for a free PDF of part 1 write progress a novel at gmail.com it's progressanovel at gmail.com and experience a libertarian revolution when you're when you're there on uh, Amazon just ch- search for progress and charles and you'll get it
0: you know, the, speaking of liberty and triumphing, uh, the only way liberty is ever going to triumph, the only way we're ever really going to have true freedom is for people to start understanding that in order for them to be free, in order for you to be free, you have to allow other people to be free too. Because as long as you're trying to control what other people do with their property and their money and their time, then you will find yourself controlled and there's no doubt about that because that's what we see happening. The government is this violent monopoly that allows different people of uh, different interests to uh, essentially enforce their viewpoint on other people. And then eventually those people get thrown out of power and the other people get put into power and then they enforce their viewpoint on the, the people that had been enforcing right. it's their It's a cycle of abuse.
1: You know, right. the, at first the, the bully kicks sand into the, the one guy's face, then he goes out and works out with Charles Atlas and he comes back and he kicks sand in the bully's face. <laughs> and And then the bully says, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to go work out with Lou Frigno. And he goes and works out and he comes back and he kicks sand in that guy's face. And he's completely justified because forget about the time when I kicked sand in his face first. He kicked sand in my face the last time. So I am justified.
0: And and so it just continues on and on. And so that kind of gives us, I guess, a summation of uh, brings us up to this discussion of the mosque where people are freaking out because somebody wants to build something they don't like.
1: A church that's different than their kind of church.
0: Hey, if you don't like it, you don't have to go to the church there. Or if you really, really, really don't like it, you could go and get together with other into- similarly intolerant-minded people, and you could build your own community. You could go like they've got the uh, in or South you Carolina. could buy
1: the property. You know, this is what nobody, no one's uh, even suggested here. Is hey, that mosque and community center would certainly sell if they, in fact, own. I don't even know if it's a rental situation or an ownership situation. Yeah, but
0: they can't buy the entire strip of whatever section of new york i mean most people can't afford to, to buy all the property to keep it all a say your they opinion
1: could, really only counts on your property though
0: they could go set up their well, the saying is mark if they wanted to insulate themselves from all the nudie shops or the mosques or whatever it is that's offensive to them uh they could just create their own community and they could allow in remember the ave maria uh, guy the the guy from domino's near, pizza near Fort, 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 Fort yeah he, he built his own community and he's it's like a catholic town basically so if Walgreens wants to come in, they don't allow them to sell contra- contraception, for instance. <laughs> I mean, they have their own little great idea. repressive community. And so do that. Instead of complaining about what other people are doing, go and build what it is that you want. Anyway, let's continue here with your thoughts. You're welcome to share them. Uh, because my question earlier was, if you purportedly believe in property rights, but also believe that somehow these people shouldn't be able to build their mosque, how do you reconcile that? Share your thoughts. Let's go to the phones and the fun, and talk to Red listening in Tallahassee to WFLA FM. Hello, Red.
2: Hey there. Um, you know, uh, at, at risk, I, I know, I know. When I hang up, uh, I'm going to get berated as some kind of intolerant. But I, I'm really a libertarian, and I, I love Ron Paul. I'm a little <laughs> disappointed about about this mosque issue, though, and I'll tell you why. The the, the person who who initiated this uh, protest against the mosque uh, there was a woman named Brigitte Gabriel who um, started Act for America. She was a Lebanese uh, woman who uh, was a Christian um, who learned the definition of intolerance when her uh, town was bombed out by Muslims who were taking over Lebanon at the time. Uh, her concern is that not that there's a mosque going up uh, in a particular place. It's not the the building of a mosque is not the issue. The the fact that a group with terrorist money is building a mosque as a symbol of what? victory over an ideology uh, that they consider. A group that with were
1: terrorist money—that's quite a an, problem. That's quite How do you an know this money is terrorist? Have you followed it all over the world? I'm sorry. How do you know this money is terrorist money?
2: Well, um, you're a pretty educated guy, and, and so am I. This is Hamas back money.
1: Based um, on what? I mean, look, these people have donated from all different areas. And, I mean, I, sure, there are some people that might belong to Hamas that yeah. have donated. But, you know, there are people that, well, that work for he the government that, that have donated well, to know? churches. But,
2: I mean, come on, be, let's be real. This is hamas back money.
1: No, it's and, not. And Let's and not be, be real. Crap. You oh. can't say, hey, you're educated. This is an, uh, Hamas-backed money. You can't prove that. And, th- you know, these people are going to be far better at hiding their what, money. You know You'd I never be able to make the
2: statement. I'll prove it. They can open the books and I'll prove it.
1: Who's going to open the books? Why should <laughs> they open the books Why to you? Why should these people open their books to you? Look, the government steals money from people every single day and builds giant buildings with it. I don't see you protesting that.
2: Well, if it was a terrorist act... They are
1: terrorists. terrorists. They'll take your house away. They'll put you in jail if you don't pay. That doesn't sound like a terrorist to you? The
0: government people are the terrorists you really need to be concerned with. The the whole idea that there's all these uh, Muslim terrorists running around looking to kill Americans is just backed up by nothing because there aren't any uh, uh, terrorist acts happening. I'm sorry. Hold on one moment here. The the government... Hold on. The government is regularly threatening people with violence. That's what they do. They threaten people with violence for political gain. They also, are terrorists.
2: The government is backing the Islam up. I mean, they're, they're sending the, Basically, Islam is becoming the default religion in this country. What are you talking
1: about? You that's out of you are out of your mind. There are less than one percent of Americans that are, that are uh, Islamic, and and you're talking about it becoming the default religion. <laughs>
2: Well, sure it is. I mean, our president has. If this has, was a um, church, pump, pump, hey, um, if a, this a was a church,
1: you wouldn't be complaining. So don't talk to me about why, this being why, the if, default religion. Now how, now, how do you know I wouldn't be complaining? Uh, there's a church built right next to the uh, the Oklahoma. There was a church built right next to the Oklahoma City building. Uh, Timothy McVeigh was a nominal Christian. Are were you? Did you complain about that? Well, I mean, if the, if the Inquisition was
2: going on right now, I would complain about it. Sure. What the heck are you talking the, about, The dude? Islamic Inquisition is going on right now, and I'm complaining, complaining about that.
1: What Inquisition are you referring to? How many Islam, Islamic people have I, drug I you, you off someplace and threatened to cut your head
2: Islamic, off? Uh, Islamic victories across the world. It happened in Turkey. Islamic. It happened in Lebanon. It happened in New York City.
3: I mean, Islamic your victories?
0: Islamic uh, there victories? seems to be a major communications breakdown here, and I thank you for the call. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. So they
1: built mosques in Turkey, and, and I'm supposed to call that an Islamic victory? What?
0: I, it's all very confusing to me, Mark. Uh, the the idea that Islam is now is the is help help me understand this Muslim. Is the same as Islam, or Islam is yes. like the, the radical Muslims?
1: No, okay. if you cared about radical Muslims, you wouldn't be talking about this mosque.
0: Where are uh, we live here in Keene, New Hampshire? Um, have you seen any mosques being nope, built around nope, here?
1: Nope. There's a synagogue outside of town.
0: Have the, uh, the the churches of America been losing membership to uh, the, the Muslims? Muslims
1: are running around blowing up churches?
0: What, what, what? Where does he get this from? Terrorist money? As though it's any of your business where they get their money from. It's not my business where you get your money from either. How come people can't just have privacy when it Open comes up to your their books. finances? Open up your books. No. <laughs> 1-800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live.
4: Hello, my friends. My name is Marker. I'm here to tell you about a wonderful new podcast that I've heard recently. It's called Verbal Surgery. And let me tell you, the verbal surgeon is in that fellow Tim comments, He's clever. He can make you laugh sometimes. Sometimes he'll make you want to cry. You'll want to be a better person. This podcast has changed my life. It's a miracle broadcasting, I'm telling you. You must listen to it. Verbalsurgery.com. That's the one.
0: This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you want. Uh, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL, cai toll free line. 1-800-259-9231 one 800 Join us online at freetalklive.com. And we give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. and that's freetalklive.com. And the features there include our wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you, wikiwiki.freetalklive.com. You can get over there, you can edit virtually anything you see there. In fact, the entire website allows you to uh, have a lot, a significant amount of control over the content. If you go to freetalklive.com, just on the main page, and you look at the different items that are there in the main column of the page, those were all created by listeners like you so when you see something online that you think is pretty cool you just put it on our site and then other listeners vote on it and whether they like it or dislike it and then the most liked make it to the front page meaning we're more likely to talk about it see it and get interactive at freetalklive.com
1: have you ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney jurisdictionary.com is a course for people without a lawyer who must know what it takes to win and for people with lawyers who want to minimize legal fees and maximize winning by knowing what should be done It works for plaintiffs and defendants. It costs less than an hour with any good lawyer. It was created by a doctor of jurisprudence, and it's so easy the average eighth grader can go through the complete four-CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at jurisdictionary.com. I've taken the course, and I recommend it, jurisdictionary.com.
0: So we're going to continue with the calls here in a moment, but I just want to clarify something, Mark. Uh, Right before we went to break, I asked about when people say Islam, do they mean the radical uh, Muslims, or do they just mean regular Muslims? And you said they're talking about just regular Muslims, because sometimes people—Islam's a religion. Sometimes people will say they'll put the word "radical" in front of it, right? Yes. And I—I it seems like that's gone away. Like everybody's just now saying it's Muslims that are just bad. Muslims are bad. It's not the radical ones that are bad. It's the Muslims that are bad. Right?
1: Because this mosque is basically just a sort of the middle of the road mosque. The, this isn't this isn't the going to be one of those those hearts of despotism. Not that you know for certain. It could the, the, all this crap that the Conservatives are dishing out to uh, these people that simply want to build their little funny church. Um, yeah, it may radicalize them. Maybe, well, maybe, they'll hate, maybe they'll hate white Christian Americans after this is all over. Because
0: they felt that they were hated by them. Yeah, I mean, perhaps? you know,
1: I mean, what makes people hate? Hate.
0: Uh, so so just I, my point be, being that uh, it seems like people are just besmirching all Muslims now as though they're all a bunch of terrorists and i think it's absolutely ludicrous i think that there are people within the christian religion that are pretty radical uh violent or violence oriented so called christians i that's i think that's a bit you know contradictory personally because that's not certainly not what jesus taught it's common um it is common and uh, the the muslims that i've uh, talked to the muslims we've spoken with on this program and in real life have not been violent people they've people they've been people that believe in peace so the idea of just painting them all with this brush of being radical terrorists is well, it makes it so people don't have to think, right? It makes it so people can just,
1: oh, you're a Muslim, huh? Right. And I think that this is the ultimate distraction. You know, here you have the economy. is, It's, it's in the pooper. And, um, you know, all the conservatives want to talk about and even the liberals, any, all the talk radio wants to talk about is this mosque.
0: Let's go to your phone calls and talk to Harry listening to KB, uh, KBKW in Washington. Hello, Harry. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind tonight?
5: Well, I'm listening to this, and, you know, you guys uh, are talking about tolerance, but when you look at the history of uh Muslim world, whether it's just or uh, any minorities that were in uh Muslim world, basically have to leave its majority just Muslim. It tells me that there is a level of intolerance inherent in those societies.
1: I agree. And, I absolutely and, agree. The Muslim religion is a bunch of intolerant people. Uh, a great deal of them are very intolerant, especially against gays, and uh, it, it, they're, they're not so real fond Christians. of... are Christians. Yeah, well, I, it, it, it certainly happens, but intolerance does, in, it does indeed breed intolerance. So my question is, by being intolerant of the Muslims, are we going to breed more intolerance, or are we going to finally teach them a lesson? Is this the level of intolerance that will teach them a lesson?
5: Well, the thing is, whether it is a victory mosque or not, because if you if you take a look at the history, whether it is in uh, uh, Israel or it is in um, India or wherever, you see there have been but, historical places that belong to other religions have been taken over and mosques have been built. But the history...
0: Places. Is uh, the history of mankind is filled with violence and intolerance? Not just Muslims, but I mean, there are all kinds of holy wars and and Christians that have uh, attacked people. And the Christians now are, are, you know, warring over in Iraq and Afghanistan. So the history of human beings is a violent,
1: uh, intolerant history. Many churches are built on pagan, uh, you know, spots and all that kind of thing. Wouldn't it make more sense? I
5: come come from a Hindu and Buddhist background, and Mm -hmm. basically, we don't have that history. We don't even convert. So, what kind of violence?
1: What kind of violence? As as a as a Buddhist, what kind of violence are you willing to use in order to stop these Muslims? Oh,
5: of... I'm I'm not willing to use violence. Okay. I'm not. I I you know, Do you understand the government but, is
1: violence? Do you understand that the but, use of government is violence? Do you vote?
5: But but however, being the recipient historically of for a very long time, whether it is in Afghanistan with uh, those uh, statues or total intolerance of Sikhs in Afghanistan, they had to walk. You know. But there is an element of Islam. I'm not saying all Muslims. I grew up with Muslims. I had roommates in college here who were Muslims. In fact, they would take me in till I got into the, you know, the. As you want to get into their inner group, you are you are outsider. Bottom line is that's how I felt, and that isn't here. University is here, and my roommate was a, a Muslim guy, who was also of a faith that was not tolerated in Iran. They had to move out of there. In fact, their leader is in uh, France, Aga Khan. So, you, you know, it is not just about... Uh, but
0: about what does it matter how, how really, intolerant they are? Should they be able to build their mosque?
5: You have to take a look at why they're building it. Who is? I don't care it, why how, they're
0: building it. I don't care who's involved. Should they be able to build their mosque?
1: If...
5: The money is coming from terrorists. It is funded by terrorists for victory. No. So you believe so are everybody... You, you, are
1: you saying that anybody who builds a building needs to open up their books and show you every dollar where it came from? We,
5: we do that anyway, right? Now no, we, I don't we think we do. Money.
1: No, we do yes, not. We do. I built a I, house. I, Nobody asked me where my money came from.
5: Well, when I sent... Uh, some money to my brother in Canada I, I had to declare
0: it was more than $10,000? Well, why I'm sending you it? Think that's You're crossing okay?
1: international borders. I'm not saying you, you shouldn't be free to is, send money to your brother uh, but that doesn't make it right that you had to declare it.
0: Yeah, thank you for the call well, tonight I appreciate uh, hearing from you at 800-259-9231 Again, the old excuse right, of, well, it, we're being oppressed now so let's just oppress people even further Well, the
1: suggestion that this might be terrorist money means that you have to take make an investigation To investigate, you have to have these people open up their books. And my question to all the people that say this is terrorist money is are you willing to open up your books to the government and and show them all your receipts when you're ready to build something the next time is that fair it doesn't seem I, i'm just not interested in doing that i don't think the doesn't government very needs free. to know that information
0: that doesn't sound very free to me right. having That's, to show some authority some right. man with a gun uh, where you got your money
1: who cares? I don't care they where We got questions. We got questions. What about this, uh, Mister uh, Mister Edge, uh, Mister Freeman? Where did this money come here from? This this doesn't look exactly right. And then you've got to go, you know, run around and jump through some more hoops. Let's go. Hey, to look, it's the hoops that are the problem.
0: Yeah. Let's talk to Charles in Myrtle Beach, uh, listening to WRNN. Hello, Charles. Hey, good talking to you. What's like the show, guys. Thank you, sir. Uh, what's on your mind tonight?
6: Biggest concern is, uh, you know, I've been listening and liking everything you guys say, but. They keep steering this off in the direction of this is terrorist money. I really could give a rat's back side whose money is. The issue that you know, three thousand folks, basically twenty five hundred were killed there, and several more were uh, killed. Six hundred more killed in other places by uh, the more radical of the Islamic folks. The choice of location is the issue. It's freedom of religion is fine with me. My issue is there could be a better location. This is in poor taste. Well, well how far, there, and this I is my
1: question, is is how far is good taste? It's two blocks away. Uh, people have, have uh, made it seem like they're building it right there. Uh, it's going to be the Freedom Tower is now going to have a minaret on the top or whatever. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, which is, which is a bunch of demagoguing, you know, lies is what we call that yeah. in, in real life. And how far does good taste stretch? Because this is two blocks away. So is good taste 100 yards? Is it 1,000 yards? Is it, a, is, it, is it a square mile? I mean, exactly how far is good taste? taste in your, well, in your mind, Charles, because you can what control really what these people here? build.
6: New York. New York don't like it. New uh, Yorkers are fine want, with it. That's so why their listen, government they, approved the it. They don't like it. Who's they? I don't like it. Most of America doesn't like you, it. You cannot speak they for can New Yorkers. There, you can speak for yourself, miles, Charles.
1: In New York City. Charles, you can speak for yourself, not most Americans. Oh,
0: I, so we're going to get an answer out of Charles, hopefully. Hang on. We'll bring you back here in a moment. 800-259-9231. How far away... Is it okay to build a mosque from ground zero? It's Free Talk Live. You take control.
6: Notorious space pirate Phoebus Crum had retired to a frontier world, only to see it destroyed by raiders. Now, Crum is given a new ship, a new crew, and a dangerous new mission infiltrate deep within enemy territory and destroy a deadly dreadnought that threatens the balance of galactic power. Follow the illustrated adventures of El Neil Smith's Phoebus Crumb. Online now at
7: BigHeadPress.com slash PK.
0: This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. Take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you want, 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there for free. Now, if you want to help support the show, you can do that by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. For as little as three bucks a month, we'll take that money in and reinvest it into the show, getting on more radio stations around the country, bringing more Internet listeners on board, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. Uh, And head over to amp.freetalklive.com. Get signed up with any major credit card, PayPal, some alternative options. You'll get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, as well as uh, the podcast. That is, minus the usual podcast commercials. See that and get signed up at amp.freetalklive.com. We're talking about the mosque thing, but it's going to be a perspective that, if you're just tuning in, you've certainly not heard anywhere else on talk radio. Uh, At least I don't think. Because... It seems like everybody's all up in arms about this. And I would say, what's the big deal? Who cares what people build on their own property? Let them build whatever they want. Don't you want the freedom to build what you want on your property? If you do, then you need to let other people be free to build what they want on their property. As long as it's not somehow infringing upon your property. You know, I can't build something that uh, takes up a portion of your property without your permission for it first. Uh, but uh, they're not doing that. They're building on their own property and it's their deal. Well, who cares? Well, some people are saying that it's, and Charles, I think, is still with us in Myrtle Beach. Charles, you're saying that it's just, it's wrong for them to build this so close to uh, to grassroots. I actually zero. don't think
6: it's wrong. I just, again, I think my words were in poor taste. A friend of mine, Jay Hickman, was a comedian. He died about 10 years ago, and he had a joke he used to tell, and one like this: well, uh, asked, where would you like to be in case of a nuclear attack? And he said, any place I could say, what the hell was that? <laughs> that's kind of the way. I, that's kind of the way I feel about this. There is a better place. There's already 100 boxes there. 70 percent of the people in New York don't want it. That's important. It does Down here matter. in South Carolina, if you who, I mean, who what cares? I'm saying to you is, is who cares this, how many people that, want
0: it. I mean, what does it matter what the majority wants? Isn't this supposed to be a free country where right.
6: people
1: can do? The Majority what they, of people in South Carolina used to exactly think it was called
6: that. a constitutional democracy, and what is right is right. But the imam himself said the reason they're going to build that big 13-story mosque there is because it's in close proximity, and they want to make things better by building a mosque close by. So how close is close? That's exactly where they want to build it. I don't
0: understand why it matters to you what their reasons are or what they want to do. What do you care, man? Why don't you just leave people alone?
6: I'm not bothering them. They're bothering me. And that's the whole point is the fact that my friends, friends who have died, I was in a room with a girl whose brother was in the building, when it fell, and once uh, she found it, it fell, uh, I just left a meeting, and uh, she was distraught. Now they're going to build this here, and it, it, it comes down to the fact that if you go back and research history, every time the Muslim Islamic group do this, they're always going out there and building a mosque group? on this side, or that side Sir, sort of that site. So that is a, a, a trophy. Gordon, I don't think that we need a trophy built right Are next. Are all
0: Christians the same uh, no, and well, these why are all are you Hindus, all Muslims, Muslims together or even in... American Indians. Why are you putting all Muslims together in the same group? You just used I the Muslim not. group term. I
6: did term. not. You said not to use the word radical Islamic, but I have to
0: remember, and I've got tapes of it, when this
6: bomb went off, no matter where you were in the world, they showed Pakistani Muslims clapping and having fun. They showed people in bars in New York who were Muslims clapping and excited about this happening. So How far I do they have where to be you away. get off on this one simple term of Islam, just the radical Islamics, Every one of them was happy about it because every it was a Muslim, huh? It was
0: every Muslim. So well, you just I don't, know. Them all I don't, know. I don't think every Christian
6: is behind me either, do you? Huh? I don't think every Christian is back in what I'm saying either. So not everyone, but this Christian oh.
0: is not okay. happy with it. So so great. So your opinion should matter about what someone should be ask able to do for my with my their opinion, private sir. property.
6: You actually asked for my opinion. That's I'm asking you, you. why do you think, say, think your I'm asking you, why you think your opinion. Joke I'll tell you about and One like this. Gallagher said, how can I flunk my opinion? You asked for it, I gave it
0: to you. That's fine. I did ask for your opinion. Now I'm asking you why the original
1: question really was, if you believe in property rights, um, how can you jibe the idea that you don't want to believe he doesn't doesn't believe in property rights? Right. I I understand. You believe that a majority of people. Wait, 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 wait. You got to you got to demagogue and grandstand for the little while. And let me do it for a second. You believe that a that a uh, a a demographic uh, excuse me a democratic amount of people in a in a given area fifty one percent of people should be able to tell forty nine percent of people how they're going to live and what they're going to build on their property. No, that's I never said you. that. You said 70% so of New Yorkers don't that. want it, as if that matters. No, I said
6: we're a constitutional republic, and what's right is right, no matter whether time. one yeah. likes it or a hundred like it. It still comes down to right. whether what's, it should be done.
1: Right. What, what's right is right, and what should be done on their property is what they want.
0: So would you allow them to do it, then, if you were... A no, I, I, I certainly would not.
1: Okay. Then, so, that's, then you don't believe then, in don't believe people in property having rights.
6: property rights. Oh, I do. I have property. I believe that there are places to build them. You wouldn't build a hog farm in the middle of Dallas. And I don't think because it, it would be, co- be
1: I, because it wouldn't be cost effective to build a hog farm in the middle of Dallas, and, and I don't, don't mean, think
6: it's cost effective to put uh, a temple right in the middle of New York.
0: But there's Doesn't churches, there are churches and synagogues and mosques land, all over New York. Thanks for the call yeah, today, Charles. Appreciate it. 800 259 It's cheaper
1: to build your mosque in the middle of Utah, out in the desert. Of course mm-hmm. it's cheaper, but nobody's going to come. You need places of worship where there are people, and yeah. there are 17 million people in the, the in the metro of New York City.
0: I don't think he even uh, People like Char- in Charles's position cannot see the inconsistency in their position. Oh, yeah, I believe in property rights for my property. My property right? and people like me. Yeah, that's right. We should be able to do whatever the F we want, because we're in the majority. Property rights. That's for the
1: majority, right? Is that the deal? Because you're always in the minority sometimes, you know? I used to live one uh, zip code away from from uh, Longboat Key. There, one of the richest zip codes in America. Mm-hmm. And you've got to tell them, you've got to tell their little city council, their little city government, if you want to paint your house Chartreuse, and they're going to say, mm, no, that's not one of the approved colors. Well, how
0: outraged are uh, conservatives when some uh, homeowners association says you can't wave the American flag out front of your house, right? right. Something like that's that. It is
1: awful. Yeah, I could, in America, you can't wave a flag. Well. <laughs> if These people bought in a community where they're not allowed to have flags. They signed a piece of paper that said no flags.
0: So, I, I mean, conservatives have been out, uh, outraged about so-called property rights in the past. But when it's somebody that's doing something they don't like, then property rights are thrown right
1: out the window. And you're that's in because conservatives, in fact, have their their nationalism and their religion collapsed together. They believe that God and Jesus ordained America as the number one place on the planet and the number one religion and it's all wrapped up together and the rest of them have to kiss our foot because we're in charge we got the biggest bombs ever
0: let's talk to andy in canada you're on free talk live andy hello there andy in canada going. hello hello what's on your mind I,
7: what's on my mind okay about this Moss thing uh, the powers that be just are trying to pit everybody against each other i wish everyone would get along
0: I heard that, man. And getting along would require other people to allow people to do what they want. Respecting people's property, yeah.
7: Yeah, exactly.
0: Seems simple. Thanks for the thoughts. Anything else and, you want to share?
7: Uh, the reason I say this is my mother, I'm 44 years old, my mother told me when I was a little kid that it's not what's the people's color of their skin, their blood's all red. Thank Why you Why don't that. we all just get along, folks?
0: Thank you, Andy. What Wise words. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at 800-259-9231. It's true,
1: but uh, it's true and it's, it's a little too simple. And here's the reason. Um, because it would take forgiveness. Mm. Nobody wants to forgive the, uh, the, the, the people in America say... Some people in America say... I will. I f- I'll forgive all of our intolerant callers tonight. Um, some people in America say something like, well, what about those 3,000 people who died on nine eleven? 11 The Muslims were reason. dancing around and they were happy. That's, that's wrong and bad. I won't forgive that. Well, the Muslims that, that were, de- were dancing around and, or whatever, they say, well, we, we're happy because the Americans have been supporting their government, which has been in the Middle East, killing people for uh, decades. Putting a uh, propping up uh, despotic leaders, kings, sheiks, uh, you know, all for all the name of oil. They don't care about the little guy. They only care about them getting oil and propping up these despots. Well, of course those people are upset. That doesn't make it right. It just makes it understandable. What you need if, to get along is forgive. Both Muslims, Christians, Americans, Middle Easterners. Wait a minute. Everybody needs minute. To forgive. forgiveness. What is that
0: like the teachings of Jesus or something?
1: isn't it? It absolutely is. Yeah. Christians could learn a little from their uh from their 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 god.
0: Yeah, for all the time these Christians spend sitting in their church pews, you'd think they would know some of the basic tenets of their religion. Basic tenets. Look, I was a Christian for a little while of my life, and then when I was a teenager, I became an atheist, and now I'm a pantheist because I moved away from that. Uh, but uh, you know, even I understand the basic teachings of uh, of what Jesus said, and there was some good stuff in yeah, there's there. There's some really
1: good stuff in there. That's the reason it's it's held throughout the centuries. But Turn unfortunately, the other cheek. it's really it's really just become a religion to to uh, subjugate the masses, to tell them, hey, look, you got to do what the government says, and love uh, thy neighbor, yeah. love thy enemy, right? Love thy enemy unless we don't agree with him.
0: <laughs> and then bomb them all the kingdom come. Yeah. Jesus says. <laughs> round them up. You, oh, when, is, when are we going to get the caller who's going It's because it's been a while since we've had the caller who said, you know what I think about them Muslims. We need to round them all up. Put them into camps. Yeah,
1: well, come on. Jesus you know you said, believe that too, right? If you love your friends and hate your enemies, then you're no better than the heathens. Who
0: would Jesus have put in a camp? That's what I'd like to know. Who would Jesus have,
1: have uh, sentenced to death? Who would Jesus tell that they couldn't build a house of worship on their property? 800 yeah.
0: 259 Hour 2 is coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk
3: Live. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long.
0: Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259- 92.31, 92.31, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site uh, for free. In fact, the main feature allows you, the listener, to uh, determine the content of the website. Everything that you see in the main column of the site was created by listeners like you. You go and uh, submit something you see online that you think's pretty cool. Maybe it's a blog post or a news article or a video or whatever. And you submit it, and then other listeners will vote up or down on whether they like or dislike it. You can vote, too, on different things. And the most liked will make it to the front page and the top of the website, meaning we're more likely to see them and talk about them on the air. So head over to freetalklive.com and get interactive with our community there. By the way, uh, we've been talking about this mosque thing, and we'll come back to your calls about that here in a moment. Uh, but ladies come first uh, when they call Free Talk Live. And Michelle is with us calling from New Hampshire on the uh, the seacoast of New Hampshire. Michelle is one of the activists who made the move up here uh, just not too long ago for uh, as part of the Free State Project to join other liberty-minded people that are all converging here in New Hampshire. And, Michelle, there's uh, breaking news. Yes.
8: Yes. Um I am here in Hampton with the Mazingos, who have just moved here from Germany, and my three children and Curtis Fenmore, and we had a nice day at the beach. and We're getting ready to do a little grilling and and uh, build. We built a little fire pit, and um, a, uh, about a half an hour ago, a fireman came over and told us that we needed to put it out. That and um, when my daughter asked why, because we had actually looked on the website and it said um fire. Uh, pits and things were permissible, and gave the uh, uh, reason or you know what you needed to have near the fire like water or whatever so and, so you made, tried
0: to play um, by the government's own rules
8: uh, yeah and um and um four if four and then two additional police officers came over we by this time put the fire out, and everything was fine, and we were just kind of you know joshing with the uh uh firemen and um Curtis was sitting in a uh, campfire chair, reading, and or, you know, with his book in his lap, and everyone else is kind of, like, you know, doing stuff and moving around. And and one um, of the officers said, we'd like to see your ID. And he said, why would you like to see my ID? And they grabbed him and arrested him. And,
9: <laughs> Out of control.
8: Um, Faith, Faithful got it on film. They, uh, you know, uh, manhandled him up to the sidewalk. I was actually changing in the truck, and I could see all this happening, jumped out, went running over, and said, hey, what's going on? And these two cops turned to me and said, with their hands, one hand on their billy club, the other on their gun, and the one, the one of the officers who's like my height, you know, 5'3", actually unstrapped his gun and said, wow. you need to calm down. You need to calm down. I said, oh, I am calm. I am perfectly calm. You're being aggressive. I said I'm not the one with
0: the gun. Yeah, I'm I'm not not the one kidnapping somebody who hasn't harmed anybody else. Kidnapping someone who just simply refused to show identification, which is no obligation. He's driving
1: the lawn chair, you know.
0: He's no obligation. The only time, as I understand it, that uh, in their in their little system, by their own rules, that you're supposed to you have to show ID if you're operating a you know a, a motor
8: vehicle. Well, I don't, you know, quite frankly, I've never really concerned myself with what the laws are because I just like to live freely, and as I figure as long as I'm not hurting anybody, I ought to be able to do that. I agree. So we weren't hurting anyone. In fact, we had come here in the afternoon, and the beach was packed, so we waited until, I mean, right now I'm looking up and down the beach, and there is one other family on the beach. So we waited until everyone was gone, and everything was, every safety precaution was taken. And, and
0: What's going to catch on fire, the sand? I mean, what are, they, what are they so worried about?
8: Well, right. And then, So as Faisal's filming, and Robin's filming, and um, they're over near Curtis, I start walking over there, ignoring the two um, <laughs> Jack boots there in my face. Yep. And meanwhile, there are like 30 people that are watching this. And I turned to them and I said, Y'all are worried about the Al Qaeda? You ought to be worried about your own government. Look what's happening. All this, all a man did was say, Why do I need to show my ID? Do all of you have your ID on you? The officer turned and said, you have to have your ID on you 24 hours a day so that what? in the event you are asked by an officer of the law, you can present it. And that is a quote.
1: Yeah, well, that, he's just making that crap up. Did you up. get that on
0: video, too? <laughs>
8: um, I don't know if that was on video. Robin might have got that. But they were kind of focusing at this point on Curtis. Yeah. and I was about 30 feet away from him. And then, um, and then uh, he said, well, you can come bail out your little boyfriend. I'm like, he's six two towering over you by a foot when you were little. You can come pick up your little boyfriend, and, um, and this isn't going to be, it's not a big deal, you just pay the bail money. You pay the bail money.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they said, just want your I'm money. I'm
8: bailing him out. And I'm like, I'm not bailing him out. And he goes, well, you wouldn't bail him out? I said, well, I would bail him out. Am I going to bail him out over this? I don't know. I don't think so. He goes, well, he'll go over to Rockingham County Jail. I said, really? For not showing his ID? And he said, yeah. I said, well, he said, why would you let him stay? I said, well, maybe to just suck up all those, um, set the system dry. And he said, what? I said, yeah, your tax dollars at work. You're paying to have him fed three meals a day or whatever it is you all do in there and sleep on a cot. Okay, great. And he said, well, are your tax dollars too? I said, no, I don't pay income tax. And he said, what do you mean you don't? I said, no, I'm not a slave. Why would I pay income tax? And he said, I said, are you a slave? I said, if you pay income tax, you're a slave. I said, no, I don't pay income tax. He says, I have a feeling that we're going to be back for you very soon. Wow. So threatening me? What have I done? You are going to arrest me? Because you're I don't not
0: pay obedient. Tax? You're not an obedient enough slave, Michelle. You need to get. You need to get with the program. You need to get in line. Get your ID. Start paying taxes and do as they say. They own you. Don't you know that? How dare you're so uppity? I
8: know. I am our guy, <laughs> and I had to. You know. I looked at these people, all these other people around as we're filming, and, you know, I mean, we're all a rather good-looking and educated bunch of people. It's not like we're all slovenly dressed or, or what have you. You ought not to be afraid of us as we're walking down the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. And there are these 30 or so people with children, you know, young children, and probably 15 adults, 15 kids, 15 adults, and they're watching this. And as I say to them, you know, you should be they want you to be afraid of the al-Qaeda. You should be afraid of your own government. I said, "Where have you heard?" Because I looked at them and, like, some of them had Star of David, uh, you know, things on. And I heard you talking about Christians, which you guys know I'm a Christian. You know, act like Christ. Then, if you're a Christian, well, here are these these people that were proclaiming Judaism, and their Jewish faith. Were wearing stars. They said, "Where have you heard before? Show us your papers." Mm -hmm. Why are you standing there? All this man, peaceful man, aggressed no one, harmed no one, disobeyed. Nothing that is was a, a contract between anyone, and he's being arrested because he didn't show. He he asked, "Why do I need to show my ID?"
0: It's outrageous, Michelle. Uh, you've got the video footage. Uh, when it gets yeah. on YouTube, will you send me a link to it so I can post it over at FreeKeen dot com? We can have our, our listeners take a look at it because yeah. it's just absolutely outrageous. And uh, sorry, so they're taking him to the to the police department, I would imagine. And then if nobody right. bails him out from there, they're going to take him to the jail.
8: Right. And the charge and I, is
0: I, what? Do, do we do we even have we even determined what the charge is?
8: Well, I asked what, you know, as um, as I was going after them, I asked and I asked managed to ask five of the six officers. One of whom which was the real jerk um said, hey, "Do you know how thick the book is? I don't need to know that." Yeah. I said, "Really?" I said, "So how do you know what's in fact the law? How do you know
0: what the law?" He's going to he come said, up with something, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. look, you know, we we know he what the
8: said, What if you drove what if you drove sixty-five miles an hour over the speed limit? Do you know that you're breaking a law? I'm like,
1: what? What's that have if to do I with anything? 65- <laughs> <laughs>
8: yeah.
1: so the, the charge I is agree. contempt of cop. You know, yeah. the, the charge is not responding enough when your betters have have spoken to you and given you orders. The
0: taskmasters, yeah. the men with the wi- so the old the guys the, that used the ones to be on that were supposed to be
1: our servants. Like that's the way it was yeah. set up.
0: Hey, Michelle, uh, thank you for the, uh, for that tonight, and I, I appreciate hearing from you, and I'm sure you'll be sending more pork. Please send more Pork 411s as you get more information, will you? Well, I'll tell our listeners if about you, that.
8: I would love it if someone could text me um, at my phone number, 530 448
0: That's a really bad Weber. idea. You probably don't Lance- want to give out your phone number on uh, <laughs> national radio. Right. But
8: Lance Weber's new phone number. Well, we don't so have time for
0: giving him out him. numbers. See this is later. an international <laughs> radio show. We've got to let you go. But uh, folks can go, and they can sign up for the Porcupine 411s at uh, porcupine four one one. It's a way for uh, the activists to get the word out about things like this when uh, they are happening. And it's a good way to follow uh, the the latest on what's going on up here with the activism scene in New Hampshire. It's not a free state yet. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. And if you love liberty, uh, we need you here to help out with this. Uh, Go to freestateproject.org to learn more about it. Uh, You can help out activists like Curtis and other people and yourself. It's Free Talk Live. American patriots, would you like to spend a day or two with other freedom-loving Americans? Learn rifle marksmanship while hearing the real story behind the American Revolution? If you said yes, then the Appleseed program is for you. Part shooting school, part oral history lesson, Appleseed has trained thousands of Americans nationwide. And with hundreds of shoots scheduled this year, you can be sure there's one near you. For more information, go to AppleseedInfo.org. That's AppleseedInfo.org. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features. They're free, including our webcam. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com, and you can watch and listen to the show, as well as interact, because we've got our chat room that's built into the very same page. It's all free over at cam.freetalklive.com, and the webcam is brought to you by memorydealers.com. And by the way, uh, we did mention briefly a moment ago the Free State Project. We just got a call from one of the uh, the Liberty activists that made the move up here with her family, and we're starting to see more families uh, make the move, which I think is is pretty cool um, they were out uh, enjoying their, them, themselves on on the beach here in New Hampshire, and apparently uh, the police didn't like that very much. So they came up and they arrested someone when they refused to provide identification. And it seems to me like uh, if, if this was supposed to be a free country, then you should be able to do uh, what you want as long as it's not harming anybody else. And you certainly shouldn't have to show some sort of proof of who you are to some co- some man in a uniform who demands it from you. Show your papers. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So if you are as concerned as we are about the loss of liberty across the country and around the world and you want to do something about it, well, getting together with other like-minded people would be a good idea. And that's the point behind the Free State Project. You can go to freestateproject.org to learn more about the uh, this concept. Mark and myself moved here almost four years ago now. And It's been just an amazing experience so far. As more activists continue to come here, things just keep getting more interesting uh, as more people come and get active and and create different opportunities for everything from uh, politics to civil disobedience to media creation and more. Go and learn more. Get signed up. Join the over 10,000 members who are making the move to New Hampshire. We want to get to 20,000. Uh, so you can be part of that at freestateproject.org as we go to your phone calls about what you want. Bill is listening in Indy. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Bill. Bill. Hello there. Hey, you're on the air.
10: Hey, thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. And this is about the only show that I can really even have a chance to get on and express my opinion because they always like to cut you off. And I really appreciate that you let people talk. Go for it, Bill. Um, go for it. I don't think I, I think it's a, a very rare sight when a police officer ever goes to jail. I just don't think it happens. I think it has happened in the history of mankind, but oh, I sure. tell you, I don't think it's very, very common. It's
1: pretty
0: rare. It's You're right about
1: that. yeah. And usually, um, it's it's it seems like you know if they instigate uh, charges against their own, it's it's rare. But then they want want to go after them. But it seems like if it's an interaction with the public, that that makes it much more rare that they would go after a police officer.
10: Well, um, I I just wish that they would set a good example and, and police their own as, as, as much as they police us. I wish they would just set an example and, and clamp down on their own. Then we would have more faith in them.
0: Yeah, well, they're not interested in that because they don't care if you have faith in them because they're going to get your money whether you've got faith or not, right?
10: Yeah, yeah, they're 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 starting to be to me. I think I, I really can't distinguish the SS from the police anymore. I really can't. I, I grew up in a delusional era, you know, forty, fifty years, about thirty to forty years ago, as a little kid, and they yeah, used and officer you- friendly used to come to school, and I mean we were indoctrinated, like you say, and I w- looked up at them as a god. You know, I thought they were the right person you run to in times of grief, but. No, not anymore. I'm more cynical now. Yeah,
1: well, well I think you... the kids. I think kids are generally safe around police. That uh, police have a soft spot for them. It's once it's once they hit those teenage years that the the, the police are really after them. Bill, yeah, I'm at a... some
10: point it changes. When especially when you turn, I'd say about sixteen, eighteen years old. Now. They like to throw you down to the ground. Well,
0: that's when they can start milking money out of people, too. I mean, if they arrest people and they're in their mid-teens to uh, 18, 19, that's when they can start really getting cash from them. And, you know, it's really all about revenue and obedience. Thank you for the call okay. tonight, Bill. good night. I appreciate hearing from you. You can bring up what you want. Charles is listening in Tallahassee to WFLA-FM. Hello, Charles.
4: Is anybody home?
0: Here we are. Here you are. What's on your mind? Good
4: evening, America and Canada, too. Boy, we're hearing from Canada.
0: Yeah, we've got international listeners. We describe. get calls I'm from all over. I'm telling you
4: what, we need, to, we, need to, we, need to, we need to start talking about the big idea. What's that? What's the big idea?
0: That's what I'm asking you. You tell me.
4: <laughs> that of personal liberty and protection of private property. Okay, This I like land that. is your land. This land is my land. You remember that?
0: Yeah, yeah, sure, it's great stuff. I can't
4: own my land. I'm still renting it. I finally got it paid for and now I'm paying for the fire. Yep. yep. Next I'll pay for the police.
1: Yep, nobody nobody owns their property in America. You you all rent nobody, it from— Nobody,
4: you can't tell me where to buy land. I don't care if it's only six feet
0: square. I want my own property. Yep, me too. Me too. And and I'm I'm just like you. I mean, I don't have a mortgage on my so-called property, but if I don't pay the taxes, they may just very well throw, Absolutely.
4: throw me Absolutely, of I heard you last week say that. And that's what prompted me. I wish i had called at the top of the hour. I just don't know how to follow all this. Well,
9: it wouldn't matter because
4: <laughs> ladies come 1st so. tell you, it's it, the
1: top of the hour for everybody somewhere because this is radio. People are tuning in, tuning out, hopping in the the store, yeah, to, yeah, hopping in the car to go to the store. So don't. Well, worry.
4: I just wanted to say something else about this. Uh, the, these clones that are, that are dividing America on, on, you know what I'm saying? The clones? Which on, clones? They're dividing America into hostile groups.
0: Yes,
1: that's what the over government Over
4: controversial does. matters of little or no importance.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, if you people agree? are distracted with this surface-level crap like this mosque in, uh, in uh, New York City, then they won't really be paying attention to the important issue, and that is that the people calling themselves government are our oppressors, and they're the real terrorists, and they're the people that are destroying freedom.
4: Absolutely, I think I I just heard recently on PBS that Coke is behind all this mess. Coke. I guess you could call them Cokeheads.
0: Coca coke? Cola, Coca Cola, or yeah, co- yeah, I
4: heard it which on man? PBS.
0: What what mess? Why would Coca Cola be involved? Uh, I don't
4: know. They're they're, they're 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 subsidizing this noise.
0: What noise? The
4: ambient noise. <laughs> it's it's that, everywhere.
0: That seems. Uh... Unusually, conspiratorial to yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> conspiratorial. I mean, come on. PBS is owned by whom? Us, I guess. Well, no, this it's owned by America. the government.
4: we the government.
0: Yeah, yeah right. The government. <laughs> that's what they told <laughs> you. Think about, about that. we the, <laughs> <We're> the people. <laughs> if you believe that one, I've got a picture In bridge, order to form you. a
4: more perfect union. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's the, that's that's the mechanical reason for America's greatness. What's that? The, the idea of personal liberty and protection
0: of private property. It's a Men wonderful idea, in the future. and the more it is respected, the better uh, the the wealth that we have becomes. Right. And I think
1: America has has been in the in, in the past, and probably and probably still is to some extent a better respecter of its uh, its its serfs uh, property rights worse. than many other countries. It's getting worse. It
0: we, is better than than many others, but it's absolutely. getting worse. Absolutely,
4: we we saw the greatest explosion of human energy known to history. You know the industrial revolution yep. with the, the invention of the you know the gas engine and the and then along came the power tools. People could invest in their future.
0: You know it's interesting, Every- Charles? If you take a look at uh, just speaking of kind of how America has been dropping off the charts, uh, literally there are charts. The folks over at the Freedom uh, Free the World Foundation and also the Heritage. Uh, what is it? The Heritage.
1: Foundation. Foundation. No, the, fund- Foundation, is it the Heritage yeah. Foundation.
0: Yeah, they do two different studies. Uh, freetheworld.org org and uh, whatever the Heritage website is. But uh, they do two different studies about the economic freedom of the world, and they look at different economic factors across the world in different countries, and they rank them every year based on those factors. And the United States has been as is, is not in the top five. In uh, I don't think in either I know of those I heard we were number ten. It depends on which list you look at because yeah, it changes every year. It's different, and it's it changes. I heard We were
4: going to drop to sixteenth
0: eventually. Give it time. If we lose
4: this big idea, we could see the suicide of our social order.
0: I want you to thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, Charles, at 800-259-9231. There's only one way to head that off and that's to get the heck out of this United States to finish the idea of that anybody needs to have this federal government and to secede you know, either at a right, state level I don't level. mean
1: leaving I don't intend to, to no. go to one of the, these other countries where no, they're right even more compromised I'd like to see smaller governments and I think the only way to do that is is by uh, you know individual states saying Sayonara.
0: One state needs to say goodbye, and then others will follow suit, and then we can actually have more freedom and more competition, and things will will get better. It's Free Talk Live.
3: This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Pure Life Water, helping you drink better and live better by providing a zero-calorie alternative to sugary drinks. Visit us at nestle-purelife.us. When kids are playing, they often don't want to stop to keep hydrated. So send them out with a bottle of water and encourage them to take frequent drink breaks or call them inside for a quick sip. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash your family today.
0: Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Uh, we give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those, including archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, just click and download. They're yours. In fact, we give you the last week's worth on the front page of the site, and then you click into the archives section and go all the way back to, I think, November of 2006. Totally free, but brought to you by HostGator.
1: Right, nothing, nothing in this world is actually free. And HostGator.freetalklive.com is the one that uh, sponsors the archives, and this, so they bring it to you. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own dot com domain name. You can uh, start your own personal blog there, or complete e commerce business website. They make it easy for you with uh, site builder tools and templates, and uh, if. If uh, alternative energy is your thing, their site is uh, char- is is uh, powered by 130% wind power. It's hostgator.freetalklive.com. If you use that portal, hostgator.freetalklive.com, you get your first month completely free.
0: As we continue uh, to take your phone calls about whatever's on your mind, uh, let's go to, I believe Richard is with us, uh, listening in Tallahassee to WFLA-FM. Hello, Richard. Hi. How you all doing today? Super. What's on your mind tonight? Well,
7: I, uh, just, just to, uh, first of all, I hope that whole story from New Hampshire was a lie, because that's just insane if the police are just
0: arresting people left oh, and no, right. Oh, no, that's not a lie. Uh, 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 we know her personally. Mich- that's Michelle Seven. She's one of the movers uh, here to New Hampshire. And, uh, yes, this is an insane uh, country. There are all kinds of police state things happening left and right.
7: Well, to bring us back from the brink of secession here on the conversation, I just <laughs> wanted to mention... That uh many people within the New York City suppose a Ground Zero mosque are not mentioning something that I read either today or yesterday, and that is that the bonds which are being used to fund the construction, whether or not the money is coming from Saudi Arabia is another question, but those bonds might be considered tax free so in a way, the government is subsidizing the creation of this Islamic cultural center
1: well, but and I uh, think the the bo- bonds maybe I don't know, but churches are tax free too, right.
7: But do they use that as a political weapon? Um, How often are pastors threatened that if they try to engage the public sphere that they will lose their
1: tax-free status? So if- it's 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 oh, always looming it's it always looming out there as a as a threat. Um, I mean, right. I you don't you don't see it happen very often, but it's uh, it does
0: happen. No, there are stories about how uh, and it's not always just it's not always just they're tax free as far as property taxes, but they're also a lot of churches are formed as five hundred one c threes, I think, and so the it's, IRS it's
1: something different than five hundred one c. It's one of those IRS it, they're not for profits. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's one of those IRS designations, and they lean in on them too, and and it's outrageous. But then again, maybe the church shouldn't be filing papers with the government uh, for government benefits uh, in the first place and of course then again no shouldn't really be taxes at all ideally
1: yeah i don't i'm not going to hold somebody i'm not going to say somebody's being uh sponsored by the government because they don't pay taxes to them as far as i'm concerned i'm the slave on the plantation that tells the escape slave run run i'm not the one that says hey he's getting away
7: Wow. Well, you know, then at the same time, though, you you really have to think that the government using that as a weapon, that's another way to only hinder free speech. If we truly are free creatures on this earth, then that's just one more way that we're being oppressed, using taxing policies. To control what people from the pulpit
1: can actually say oh yeah I, right. I agree they should not be using taxing policies to control what people from the pulpit say
0: absolutely they shouldn't be uh they shouldn't be taxing anybody and uh, churches shouldn't right. be they provide
1: sh- a service at the point of a gun everybody else out there besides the government will provide you a service if you want that service but the government provides you a service and says you're going to pay for it or we're going to throw you in jail
7: well, but at the same time, I think there's one thing that I've yet to be convinced that we cannot be taxed for, and that is some manner of agreed upon public safety. I mean, I I have to agree with are on that issue.
1: What is public I mean, safety? Is,
7: Coppers? Okay, you have to have an independent court. You can have someone out of anger just trying to get revenge or something. Have you, you ever heard of arbitration? Property.
1: Have you ever heard of arbitration centers?
7: Arbitration is a giant crock. Have you ever seen Judge Judy? Uh, arbitration at work that 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 is one arbiter
1: on television do you not believe in competition in the marketplace you don't think that arbitration would get better with more competition
0: in theory, yes. Okay, in theory, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Fit. What? Wait a minute. You, you think said,
1: that you think that the the judicial
0: system is good? Hold it on. has no competition. You use the term independent. The idea that the government is somehow independent uh, uh, certainly not independent of itself. The right? These,
1: these judges play play golf with these chiefs of police and these lawyers. Yeah, they all work independent, together. My my big white one. The government
0: system, the government's <laughs> so called justice system, is a huge joke on everybody else because they all work together to oppress people, and there's no. Independence there uh, whatsoever, bringing market competition to the area of justice will only make
1: justice better, uh, more accurate,
0: and more fair and more uh, more affordable.
1: but I will trade you cops, courts, and roads for freedom in every other area, and that includes the ability to, to build a mosque wherever you wish would you would you make that trade
7: I, I, I well I mean as long as I can trust that these arbitration experts are going to be fair. Unlike what most corporate arbitration is, when you sign these 34-page long terms of use agreements with big companies mm-hmm. that have these, you give up your right to a jury trial, you give up your right to pretty much everything, and the company gets to pick the arbiter, how is that fair? That's not fair. How, how is that? how is that ensuring a just and fair agreement in the, order for, no, have an accurate that, that is
1: the government limiting the marketplace through licensure and uh, regulation to uh, prevent other people from getting in and competing against these other right. companies that would offer better agreements that would offer then better arbitration yeah, that's
0: a good point, Mark, because really you need to start at the the, the source of the issue there in that it's, it's pretty difficult to start your own cell phone company because of, there's all kinds of regulations. Because somebody is always
1: telling you you can't
0: build a tower. Right. Uh, the local government's not allowing people to build towers. Uh, so it makes it very difficult. And because there's not a lot of competition out there and also because of the very litigious uh, nature of the governmental system, these companies have to, uh, to essentially CYA. And I, I agree with you completely, by the way, that there, these corporate agreements are ludicrous. Uh, they're not even real contracts, actually, because they haven't been signed on the other side. It's just you kind of adhering yourself to whatever it is they say, and if you actually look at those terms of service, why anybody would, it seems so ludicrous, because many of them say, yeah, we can just change these terms any old time we want to. And some, Sometimes it says we'll notify you, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes the terms of service will say, we can change the terms any time we want, and we don't have to tell you about it. It's just up to you to keep checking back in with our terms of service to see if we've changed them on you or not. So I think it's I think it's indicators like that that really go to show that they aren't even real legitimate contracts because there's never a meeting of the minds and uh, there was, you know, there's certain factors to, uh, to legitimate contracts and the corporate contracts just don't have them. I mean, you're not even contracting with another individual. You're contracting with a legal fiction that essentially was created by the government to provide protection to their buddies in industry. So I agree with you. There are a lot of problems out there and I, there's, they're not going to be solved overnight. Any final thoughts for us?
7: Well, it's just one thing, though, that I think you might be wrong in an anarcho-capitalist belief is uh, that you're forgetting that information is
0: costly. I'm not so an anarcho-capitalist. Go, I'm not an, anarcho- an anarcho- okay. anarcho-capitalist. I am, a volunt- I, I am a voluntarist, which means that I believe... And I'm just a libertarian. Which means that I believe that human beings should interact on consent on a consensual basis, and that means that uh, you could be a capitalist or you could be a communist or whatever. In a free marketplace, we can have all kinds of different economic organizations.
7: And I can agree with that. It's just I think that the, the, mar- the free market, in order to work, For instance, having the calorie counts on menus. It makes uh, people have the ability to make an accurate decision. Wait a, wait, wait a second wait a second somehow
1: it. we made it somehow man managed to to drag himself up out of the the dirt and make it all the way <laughs> until two thousand and two without uh, a mandatory calorie counts and and all the, the you know the, the the nutritional information on the the side of a juice uh, sippy cup, and somehow we managed to make it
0: well, you know what you can also ask for I those think things. those
1: are things are good, right. and yeah. I think that people want them, and I think that uh, you can look at the organic industry, you can look at. The, uh, the the local warrior, uh, sort of phenomenon that's going on, it shows that people care what's in their food. Yeah. And if people care about it, they're going to be offered that.
0: The idea that you need some one-size-fits-all monopoly around to tell people what to do as far as standards like that is ludicrous. The marketplace can provide those things based on consumer demand.
1: If Not consumers- to mention that you still don't know what's in a bag of Cheetos. If- you Even with all this crap that's on there, you still yeah. don't know what's in it
0: pyrectin sorbitate. Thank right. you for the call. <laughs> Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. We
1: can't have we can't have liberty because of nutritional information on the back of <laughs> snack food for god's sake. <laughs> you
0: know, sometimes when you go over uh you go overseas, uh, people come back from visiting uh overseas, they'll bring back candy and things like that. I'll look at them. You know, there's no ingredients on these things like <laughs> uh, what's in it? Who eats who this cares? stuff? <laughs> I'll eat it. Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I'm my just God's glad i gonna got, die. I'm just glad I've got food. I don't have to go out and slaughter things and run around <laughs> through the forest with a knife in my teeth. More You'd coming up. Starve. You take control, damn right I would. More coming up, you take control, bring up anything at 800 259 9231 This is Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm gonna tell you about a great offer from HostGator. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. It is the live Saturday edition of the show. And, of course, you're also invited to support us uh, on our website. We give you the features there free. Those other radio talk show hosts, they charge you for their sites. Ours is free. Enjoy all the features there. But if you want to voluntarily support the show, you can do that by shopping with us at Amazon.freetalklive.com. You just enter Amazon through that link, and you can buy the stuff that you're looking for in life, whether it's something you need or want. They probably sell it at Amazon.freetalklive.com. When you enter through that link, Freetalklive is uh, credited uh, when you make the purchase, we are given a portion of Amazon's profits. It's very simple. Same old Amazon, same great prices, same free super saver shipping deals, even used items. Go to amazon.freetalklive.com. As we continue here, you know, Mark, I I was thinking there during the break, maybe maybe I do support having the government keep us safe with those nutritional labels. I mean, after all, they would never form a, a huge one-size-fits-all bureaucracy and pepper it with the top heads of the major corporations to benefit their buddies in industry over the the cost of the other little guys out there and prevent the little guys from creating new original products and medicines and things like that. The government is there to keep people safe. It's not there to benefit people that, they're, uh, that are connected. Wait a second. Uh,
1: what you're thinking of, they actually do that. It's called the FDA. Oh.
0: Anyway, let's continue with your calls. Uh, Let's talk to Russell, I think, is uh, is with us. No, Russell's gone. How about uh, Charlotte? Ladies first, actually. Charlotte in Tallahassee listening to... Could uh, be a guy named Charlotte. Are you sure? Could be a guy named Charlotte. That's true. Yeah, it's a very rough time in public school. It's
11: a girl named Charlotte. Okay, thank
0: goodness. A woman. Hello there, Charlotte. What's on your mind tonight?
11: I just wanted to comment, given all the conversation in the last few weeks from all the different talk show hosts and persons calling in about the mosque and about the president's seemingly lack of uh, love and care for this country and the question about his faith. I haven't heard anyone mention again that he canceled the National Day of Prayer shortly after he went into office, and that really bothered me. Now, what is the National Day of Prayer? Well, it was a a day on the calendar, and, you know, anybody could pray or not. And the fact that he canceled it was just that stuck out.
1: Me. Why did he do that? Why? I haven't, heard, why anything. I, I haven't heard anything about this. It, well, but it's was not the kind of thing that would show up on my radar. Office. What's that?
11: That was shortly after we went into office. So it's been a while, but like have I said, you, I've not heard anybody mention that. Have,
1: you, have you, you any speculation? Did you hear anything as to why he did it? Because I have a story heard. here.
11: I didn't. I just heard that it was cancelled and I thought, how odd. Why didn't he just leave it alone? Because you know, why even the Muslims he cancel could pray if they the...
0: wanted to. Well, here's my question. Why doesn't he cancel all the national days of fill-in-the-blank? Why not cancel all
1: government
0: recognition of all holidays? I mean, that would be the best thing to do, because this may be one of the things that I agree with him in general on. Like, the government shouldn't be endorsing one religion over another. If you're going to have a government, I don't believe in having a government, but if you're going to have one that ostensibly is independent and, you know, not supposedly tied to one religion or one particular set of belief systems, then it makes sense uh, to not have a governmental-approved day of prayer. Uh, that that makes sense to me, in the same way that it uh, also, the you know, the government shouldn't have the Day of Atheists either. I mean, there, there should be no governmental days of anything. Uh, so I, I would say that they should actually be canceling any government holidays uh, whatsoever, whether it's, uh, you know, President's Day or, or Lincoln's birthday or... Valentine's Day. Well, what about day? Christmas? That's... Okay. Yeah. Cancel Christian holiday. Cancel cancel Christmas. Cancel the you know Jewish holidays. Easter's on Sunday. Cancel Halloween. Well, I've heard cancel it all.
11: I've heard them say that they have made up a calendar for schools now because of the different faiths in the schools that they have to um, acknowledge any faith day that's off, and if they're not um, all out of school, then those persons that are out on those days, if it was a Jewish holiday. Um, it's all right for them
1: to be out. Yeah, I've, I've, that, that's pretty. That's relatively common, and with uh, you know, all kinds of government uh, institutions. If you work for the government and and say you're a, a a Rastafarian, and I have no idea what their what their holidays are, <laughs> um, then you're allowed to be out. And I'm sure nobody who works there does either. So you can just make up your days right. and take them off. <laughs> you know. And, well, the problem you know, is, state
9: offices are
11: co- closed on uh, Christian holidays generally. Now I don't think they are on Thanksgiving, but and possibly not for Easter. But which
0: which government office state? Oh. State offices. Yeah, I think pretty much everything's closed on Thanksgiving. Not federal. Yeah, federal too. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much everything is closed Comment, on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think that each individual and each business owner should be able to make their own decisions on what holidays they find most important that they feel they should give their, uh, their employees off. I think that's what makes the most sense.
1: And their employees should be able to choose what businesses they work at. If I yeah. find it offensive that an employer won't give me Rosh Hashanah off or whatever it is, then I should be able to Don't pack there, up and leave.
0: Right. Exactly yeah. right, Charlotte. Thank you for the call and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate it at 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. TJ is with us, listening in uh, Tennessee to to actually the TJ Network. Did you know you had a whole network of radio stations named after you, TJ?
12: Yeah, man, I just turned on the radio one day, and bam, there it was.
1: (laughs) And they send you a check every month. Uh,
12: No, I'm not yet. (laughs) So what's on your mind? Listen, I'm calling. Man, I, I really agree with a lot of what you guys have to say. I just want to get your comment on this. Do you agree at, at some point at which a man or woman gives up to his right to his or her own personal freedom and liberty through crime,
0: to something to that effect, right? I do. Yeah, absolutely. If you if you, you violate another individual's rights, then you have given up whatever the concomitant right is that essentially that you violated. So if you violate uh you know somebody else's right to property, then you need to go ahead and make
1: that person whole. You need to And it doesn't them. bother me if you somehow get uh you know get get held in place while somebody goes through your house and takes some stuff uh of that of that right. nature.
12: Yeah. Right. I think we would all we would all agree with that across all all the political spectrum. At what point does a group or community of people give up that same right because of certain beliefs that they hold? I mean we would say that we would your your, say questions,
0: your that, question's wrong on its premise because groups do not have rights. If you believe in rights, and rights are just an idea, and it's a, they're a good idea, uh, the idea really only applies to individuals. Only well, individuals can have a
12: rights. Right, uh, a, a, a group has a right to protest or protest. Uh, a group has a right to gather together.
0: Individuals have rights, and they can gather together into a group, but they all have the same rights. Getting people together in a group does not give them any more rights
1: because they're in a group. So in, at Kent State... Somebody threw a bottle at the uh, the, the National Guard's guys. Right, the right. National Guard's guys opened up on the group and shot several yeah, young yeah, kids. Yeah. So that is a violation of those young kids' rights because you took individually their life or uh, you, you damaged them. Whereas the group, somebody in the group threw a bottle. That person – you know basically they they've they've uh, forfeited a certain level of, uh, of right i don't think you're going to benefit by throwing a bottle back at uh, that person but um, it probably wasn't right. well, let's
12: take let's take for example this group that was in japan and i'm sorry i cannot call their name off the top of my head but it was a radical religious cult that they set off a, a t- sarin gas bomb in the subway hmm. and the japanese government and i know your views on government eventually outlawed that cult and said you cannot practice this if you do we will capture you and put you in prison uh, what's your views on what they did?
0: On what the government did or the, uh, the, the folks? The that, government. The, the government. Did? How
12: they handled that situation. And how would we handle a similar situation with a, a a free, a truly free, like you guys speak about, a truly free government with no police force? Not a government, but... A, a marketplace.
0: truly free society, a, yeah, a free marketplace. Right. Well,
1: we, we have how would you handle that? We have protective, uh, pr- protective forces in in the free market. Now, I mean, there's all kinds. of – We don't have sc- the free market right sec- now. in in the marketplace. Right. Um, and it, they have protective forces. Uh, there's you know security guards. You can hire somebody who's going to drive by your house every single hour and take a look. You can actually hire them to come in and kick your dog and and uh, you know look <laughs> around and make sure everything's okay. Go th- rummage through your kids' stuff Lynch. and do all kinds of of levels of uh, in. Intrusive, uh, you know, sort of things that you can have them do. So, in that marketplace, you would be able to hire people that would be able to protect you, I would think. So, it would
12: be my responsibility to hire someone to protect me against an outlaw or renegade group. Well, yes. What about the poor people in the society that couldn't handle that? You know, that's a that's a
1: slippery slope. It's the poor people that got us into this whole public school mess, where I have, (laughs) where I drive a 1991 Dodge Shadow with peeling paint, but I've got to send my tax money to the local school, where I go up and the bureaucrats and ever and the parents are picking up their kids in nice shiny cars. They live in houses twice as big as mine. I mean, that's the poor people you're talking about helping. Uh, Just as as an
0: example here, I mean, it's it's kind of a slightly different example, but there's a great
1: story that we read uh, a. The poor people ago. would probably own a pistol and keep it on their hip.
0: Uh, there's this great story several months ago out of India about how uh, they, they have these schools that are specifically directed at poor people. Even though there are government schools that are giving people supposedly free education, these poor people in India are choosing to pay like a dollar a week to these uh, poor people's schools where they're getting a much better education because they're available in mar- in the marketplace and there's competition. And uh, as it turns out, a lot of uh, these, uh, these educators Educators are actually just giving away scholarships to poor people because they can, because it makes them look good uh, in the community. So so as far as taking care of poor people, remember, in the marketplace, competition drives prices down, uh, quality up, service up. So you'd likely see uh, protection prices coming down to the point where uh, people could afford it. And of course, neighborhood watches and things like that can also be very effective. And I thank you for the call tonight. Uh, hour number three is coming up. You take control of the airwaves. Uh, bring up anything at 800-259-9231. What if the key to achieving liberty in your lifetime was to move together with others who think like you? Liberty activists are joining the Free State Project, which is over halfway to its goal of 20,000 participants, and they're already making the move to New Hampshire. The successes are piling up and are proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. From demonstrations and vigils to outreach and volunteering, there's a lot going on in Keene. Keene is also the undisputed Liberty Media capital of the world, with television, talk radio, newsprint, and more all originating here. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at FreeKeene.com and get connected with video, audio, the busiest Liberty Forum in New Hampshire, and more at FreeKeene.com. That's FreeKeene.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of this, the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, and bring up whatever's on your mind. That's the point of the show. That's why we call it Free Talk Live. The number is 1-800-259-9231. That's 800-259-9231. And tonight it is Ian with you. And Mark. Now, Mark, I don't know if you want to do this, but when we were—I should have probably asked during the news. But as we were going to break, you were putting up your hand. You wanted to talk, but we were running out of time. So, what did you want to make a point there? Not really. Okay, so Thanks. I'm this glad point. I mentioned that. All right. So, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I'll
1: make the point. Uh, the, yeah. the, the, you know, it was the important. Previous, you, were, you know, in the important. previous hour, we had uh, talked about a sarin gas incident, and the group that we didn't know the name of was Am Shinrikyo in uh, Tokyo. The sarin gas attack in Tokyo.
0: Now you know.
1: And knowing's half the battle? You don't know anything, because I'm sure I mispronounced it.
0: <laughs> Let's go to your phone calls. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Let's talk to David, listening in our very own Keene, New Hampshire. David, you're on Free Talk Live.
12: Hi, Ian.
5: Hi, Mark. Hey, David. Hey, David. What's on your mind tonight? Um, I was going to refer to the uh, mosque uh, hubbub. <laughs> like, we have freedom and speech in this country, and... Um, many people exercise that to the nth degree to put down the Muslims in this country, and now we also have freedom to uh, of religion and the First Amendment,
9: mm-hmm.
5: and so so we can we can build a mosque where we want to, and I'm glad they're putting it down there.
0: Yeah, I, I really exactly I don't care. Deal. Yeah, thank you, I'll thank you for the call tonight, David. I appreciate it. I I don't care where they build their mosque. Well, what I, I thought it was I'm really funny the,
1: was uh, one of these conservative activists is opening up a gay bar that caters to uh, a- Arabic men just around the corner from the mosque, and I think that's very clever. You know, they're yeah, that's, they're, clever. they're uh, you know tr- trying to market towards people who would go to the mosque and things like that because it's a group uh, largely the the Muslim religion is intolerant of gay people, so you know into- intolerance does breed intolerance, and I think that that is. A a good way to show the intolerance Do you know what i mean yeah i, d- I definitely uh, know what you mean but it's surprising that a conservative would open a gay bar i don't know for certain that he's uh you know how conservative he is and conservatives have different uh beliefs on g- on gays i mean they it's know,
0: true some- there's like you know probably 10 gay conservatives out there oh, good lord <laughs> <laughs> not not making any sweeping generalizations painting with a broad brush are you you're right i absolutely am it's it's yeah. completely unfair of me but uh you know in fact, we actually have one of the 10 on our show with us. Well, formerly, uh, Dale on Friday nights is uh, is one of our co-hosts, and he's a former conservative who's also a gay man. And he was uh, gay while he was conservative. Yeah, he's well. one of those log log cabin Republicans. Yeah, yeah as, they, as they call them. Uh, so 800-259-9231. Hey, see, here's another bit of news out of uh, the Manhattan area. This one is about a, a, a judge who was caught. He was caught with Porn. On his computer, according to the New York Daily News at NYDailyNews.com, a cleavage-crazed criminal court judge... Oh, boy, that's alliterative. ...who fathered a son with a young legal aid lawyer quit after officials found a massive porn stash on his work computer, sources said Thursday. Disgraced Manhattan jurist James Gibbons, a whip-smart ex-prosecutor who once convicted rapists and killers, fired off a terse resignation letter last week after the nasty cash was uncovered... An investigator told the Daily News that there were a lot of there was a lot of porn on his computer. All young women, lots of crotch and cleavage shots.
1: What else is there as far as porn goes? There's granny porn. Okay, yeah, but
0: the Manhattan District Attorney's office is, sc- is scouring the vile files to determine <laughs> who writes this stuff. What, what tripe? To determine if criminal charges are warranted and checking whether any of the women are underage. Really, really, okay, how? There are people whose job it is to look at every single porn picture on this man 's computer and somehow verify the age of the
1: participants it it It, it seems like uh that, that whole saying about giving a man a hammer i mean if you 're looking at a bunch of uh, pictures, how do you know what somebody's age is? How are you going to find that out and now secondly, they have
0: records the the porn sites supposedly have records right, but that requires the pictures to have some sort of watermark It requires the picture to have the information about its source right so the the porn picture would have to have the website listed on it to which one could go to said site, and presuming the file name was still the same as it originally was when it was downloaded, uh, then they would maybe be able to cross-reference it. Maybe they could send like some sort of a subpoena to the porn site and say, okay, we found all of these files, they're from your website, and now we need to have all the information from your files to prove that these girls are uh, over the
1: age of 18. Because that's not wasting anybody's time right. or anything. It sounds
0: like an incredible waste of, uh, of time and effort. And that would be absolutely horrible to have to deal with if you were actually running one of those porn sites. Some some police agency sends you a request for two thousand pictures. I mean, these these people have thousands and thousands of photos yeah. on their websites.
1: right? As and, and they have to they have to comply. <laughs> I mean, it always baffles me. In many states in America, it's legal to have sex at sixteen years old, mm-hmm. but it's not legal to take pictures of yourself naked at sixteen years old. What That's kind of child porn does that according
0: to the law? Yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense at all.
1: They've actually charged young people with child porn for sending pictures of themselves to each other.
0: They call it sexting. And I think that it's absolutely outrageous uh, that people would consider it a criminal act for someone who is of a young age to uh, in in kind of a sexually experimental uh, place in their lives to be doing things like that. I mean, who... Just because kids have uh, cameras, everybody's got a camera on their phone these days. These things would have happened 20 or 30 years ago. Kids aren't different today. Kids aren't any more uh, sexually interested today than they were 30 or 50 or 100 years ago. It's just that now it's more possible to, to do these things. Is it criminal? Well, <laughs> was it criminal to draw a picture of the girl that you thought was pretty in, in class? You know, draw like a naked picture of or something like that? Was, that? was that also a criminal act?
1: That would have been something that you would have been, uh, you know, treated poorly by if, uh, the yeah. teacher if you had been caught. But that's really about it.
0: What I think is interesting about this story, and there's just some more details here. Um, but what I think is interesting about this story is that we've been talking all week long on the show about these police raids just yesterday, there was a 21-year-old man that was shot to death by the cops uh, because he made a furtive movement as they were raiding his home looking for drugs. They thought he was some sort of a kingpin. He had like an ounce of weed. And they killed this man. And nothing happens to those cops. So on a regular basis, you have these government guys hurting people, murdering them, burning houses down, doing all kinds of uh Shooting wanton, their dogs. It seems right. like
1: every time they walk into someone's house, they shoot their dog. All kinds of uh, just wanton destruction.
0: And they're given awards, they're given medals in many cases for their bravery and going in and killing someone's dog. But yet, a, a judge is caught with some porn on his computer, and and that's worth resigning over. That is uh, now he's disgraced because he has it's some a strange, naked pictures. Strange
1: country we live in, isn't it? It's I so mean, backwards. In France, this would be nothing.
0: Well, now France is backwards in a number
1: of ways oh, too. Absolutely, right? I'm just saying that yeah. d- different countries are backwards in different ways. Right.
0: It's just incredible In France, to me.
1: you can go, uh, if you're 18 years old, and go bottle a, buy a bottle of wine. If you're 17 years old, it's very unlikely you'll be even carded.
0: So uh, Gibbons, who was not arrested, by the way, was caught when a computer monitoring system in the courthouse red-flagged his courthouse terminal, according to law enforcement. He was on paternity leave when the images were discovered. Paternity leave? <laughs> I don't <What>? know. <laughs> when the images were discovered and the computer... Oh, God, only in New York. ...the computer was seized... Uh, Despite the possible, it was unclear whether the porn was found on the disgraced judge's computer, but sources said its discovery was just routine in government agencies and in many private sector firms, employees are able to monitor employee computer u- employers are able to monitor employee computer usage. So yeah, probably not the smartest move. Probably not the most brilliant move to be uh, spending your time looking at porn. Maybe when you should be paying attention to what's going on in the case in front of you. I mean, we don't know when he was looking at the the porn. It could have been back in his chambers, for instance. Uh, but yeah, probably not the best use of work time. I would agree with all of that. Uh, but is it really disgraceful for somebody to be, fi- to be found with porn on their computer as opposed to killing people? I mean, this man, as a judge, likely sent innocent people to jail, people who never harmed others. He's likely spent his career uh, right. aggressing against people. If he people. made some
1: mistake in the courtroom and, and sent an innocent person to jail, what's he going to get for that? He's never going to get fired. Nothing. However, if he's looking at boobs and uh, crotch shots um, on, on, the, on a uh, taxpayer-owned computer, suddenly we've got to have his head...
0: That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, Whatever you want to talk about, whether it's the mosque or porn, 800-259-9231, or you can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything you want. That's why we call it Free Talk Live at 800-259-9231. This is your show to take control of. Dial in toll-free.
8: Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area. Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com.
0: Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything at 1 800 259 9231, the SACL CAI toll free line. 800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Lots of features, all of them free. Listening options, including broadband and dial-up flavors of audio streams, plus our listen lines as well that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance. You'll get to hear the uh, the show 24 hours a day, so the latest episode airs around the clock until our next live show, and you'll hear that live if you're listening uh, via any of those methods, plus our webcam as well uh, that allows you to watch and listen during the show at cam.freetalklive.com. So to listen in, you can go to Listen.FreeTalkLive.com. If you want to use the webcam, Cam.FreeTalkLive.com. And the webcam, by the way, is brought to you by MemoryDealers.com. That's
1: that's right. MemoryDealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers at... Up to 99% off of list price. Memorydealers.com also offers great prices and services on used networking equipment such as Cisco routers and switches. It's memorydealers.com. All right.
0: 1-800-259-9231. In other news here, since we kind of had a New York City theme, we talked about the mosque. There's a judge with the porn uh, that was uh, apparently on his computer. Of course, the question really is, well, how do they prove it was him? Like, couldn't have anybody put that there? Isn't there that possibility that that, you know somebody who didn't like him, for instance, might have uh, he offered his he
1: preferred his resignation? I suspect it's his his point. That's not really the issue. Um, I think the issue is is you know this guy. Has made mistakes in his legal career that have cost mm-hmm. people their their time, their energy, incarceration, quite possibly their lives. I guess New York probably doesn't have a a, a very active death penalty, death chamber. Yeah, but he's insulated from those. But but he doesn't. You know those things. It doesn't matter. However, if he's got uh, if he's got a little break time material going on there at the at the taxpayer's computer, then we got to have his we got to have his head on a platter.
0: So let's uh, continue here. This story's out of week dot com, uh, and we've actually. I think we talked about this about a year ago when the story first broke, but it's I think it's an important issue, and so it deserves to be brought up again. Uh, and it is actually kind of a kind of a reflection on uh, the last year, what's been happening in this uh, woman's life, Lenore. I believe is how you pronounce that. Uh, a year ago, she caused a media sensation when she let her nine-year-old ride New York City's subway by himself.
1: Yeah, I've heard this story. It's, uh, it, it, some people, it horrifies. Other people are like, yeah.
0: In a new book, she explains why she has no regrets. And this is actually, I think, her writing this here. About a year ago, I let my nine-year-old ride on the New York subway alone for the first time. I didn't do it because I was brave or reckless or seeking a book contract. I did it because I know my son. Well, uh, I know my son the way you know your kids. I knew he was ready, so I let him go. And then I wrote a column about it for the New York Sun. Big deal, right? Well, the night the column ran, someone from the Today Show called me at home to ask, "Did I really let my son take the subway by himself?" Yeah, I just aban- just abandoned him in the middle of the city and told him to find his own way home. Well. Abandoned is kind of a strong word, but (laughs) yes, I did leave him at Bloomingdale's. In this day and age? This day and age. No, in ladies' handbags. Oh, she loved that. Would I be willing to come on the air and talk about it? Sure, why not? Well, I had no idea what was about to hit me. A day later, there across from me was Anne Curry, looking outrageously pretty and slightly alarmed because her next guest the one right before george clooney might just be criminally insane (laughs) by way of introduction she turned to the camera and asked is she an enlightened mom or a really bad one the shot widened to reveal me and my son izzy and some parenting expert perched on that famous couch right next to us who i soon learned was there to teach us a lesson I quickly told the story about how Izzy, the nine-year-old, had been begging me to let him try to find his way home on his own from someplace, any place, by subway. I know that may sound a little scary, but it's not. Here in New York, families are on the subway all the time. It's extremely, even statistically safe. Whatever subterranean terror you see Will Smith battling in the movies goes home when the filming stops, probably to New Jersey. Our city's murder but rate... there has
1: to be a shot at Jersey? I mean, for God's sake, There's these poor people in Jersey, like they're a bunch of subway monsters. That's a terrible thing to say.
0: Our city's murder rate is back to where it was in 1963. And by the way, it's probably down wherever you live, too. It's true. It's true. Yeah, um,
1: violent crime is down all over.
0: That's why letting Izzy find his way home alone seemed like a fine idea. Not dangerous, not crazy, not even very hard. My husband and I talked about it and agreed that our boy was ready. So on that sunny Sunday when I took him to that big bright store, I said those words we don't say much anymore. Bye bye. Have fun. And I didn't leave him defenseless, of course. I gave him a subway map, a transit card, $20 in case of emergencies, and some quarters to make a call. But no, I did not give him a cell phone. Because although I very much trusted him to get himself home, I was a lot less sure that he'd get the phone there. And remember, (laughs) he had quarters. Anyway, it all turned out fine. One subway ride, one bus ride, and one hour or so later, my son was back home, proud as a peacock. Uh, And I only wrote about his little adventures because when I told the other fourth grade moms at the schoolyard about it, they all said the same thing. You let him
1: what? (laughs)
0: What? The more polite of them said things like, well, that's fine, and I'll let my son do that, too, when he's in college. So back to the Today Show. After Izzy tells Anne how easy the whole thing was, she turns to the parenting expert. A bre- and she puts that uh, the, you know the, the, the word as a pronoun, like with yeah. capital letters. Uh, a breed that seems to exist only to tell us parents what we're doing wrong and why this will warp our kids forever. In my opinion, this is uh, not going to warp them in a negative fashion. This is a very positive experience for
1: for a young person. Sure, to, I mean it's empowering them, act, having them act like they're you know they they control themselves in this world. And this touches this this issue, and I'll,
0: I'll get a deeper into it in a moment. I just want to tell her story, but uh, the the issue really touches on uh, what I think is a huge problem in uh, in America today, and this is this kind of babying of children, treating treating young people as though they're children. Uh, for as long as humanly possible, beyond what you would think should be humanly possible. And I think it really is damaging to to young people. But anyway, back to the Today Show. So uh, this one, this parenting expert, is appalled at what I've done. She looks like I just asked her to smell my socks. She <laughs> says that I could have given my son the exact same experience of independence, but in a much safer way, if only I had followed him or insisted that he ride with a group of friends. Well... How is that the exact same experience if it's different? I demanded. Besides, he was safe. That's why I let him go. You fear mongering hypocrite preaching independence while warning against it. Well, I didn't get all of that out exactly, but I did get out a very cogent G. Um. Anyway, it didn't even matter because as soon as we left the set, my phone rang. It was MSNBC. Could I be there in an hour? Then Fox News called. Could I be there with Izzy that afternoon? MSNBC called back. If I did the show today, would I still promise to come back with Izzy to do it again over the weekend? Same place, same story. And suddenly, weirdly, I found myself in that place you always hear about, the center of a media storm. It was kind of fun. But also kind of terrifying, because everyone was weighing in on my parenting skills. Reporters queried from China, Israel, Australia, Malta. The English wanted to know, are we wrapping our children in cotton wool? To which I boldly replied, what the heck is cotton wool? (laughs) Turns out to be the kind of cotton in cotton balls. (laughs) The media dubbed me America's Worst Mom. Oh my goodness. She says, go ahead, Google it. But that's not what I am. We'll tell you a little bit more about what she has to say here in a moment. At 800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Is she America's worst mom? Did she do something wrong? I think that she did something uh, pretty brave. 800-259-9231, your thoughts are welcome. You can bring up anything as well. This is Free Talk Live. 1-800-259-9231.
1: Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 80 talk radio stations from Alaska to Florida. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation twice. And the number one political podcast on podcastawards.com four out of the last five years. You can have access to our 80 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can
0: take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI, toll-free line 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy all the features on the site for free. Uh, We've got a lot of them, including our news updates. You want to be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live? You want to know what's going on with the show? You'll know first. If you're on the news updates lists, and there are multiple versions, you can get our emailed updates, which is probably the best way to make sure you follow everything. Of course, you can also f- uh, sign up to follow our Twitter or Facebook. Uh, head over to news.freetalklive.com. And you can get on one or all of those if you'd like. That's news.freetalklive.com.
1: Antiwar.com is your source for anti-war news and views for more than 15 years. They're having their quarterly pledge drive. You can strike a blow against the empire and give to antiwar.com slash Donate. They have a telephone number there on the, that page so that you can use the telephone if that's what you prefer. It's antiwar.com slash donate. That's brought to you by Jason Osborne.
0: So we're talking about a woman who has been dubbed America's worst mom. It was a year ago that she decided to allow her nine-year-old son at the time to walk, uh, not just walk, but uh, to get himself home, basically, in in New York City. Uh, that uh, that he was to uh, to take himself home riding the subway or the bus or whatever means uh, he needed to, to get home. It was something that he wanted to do. Uh, he believed that, uh, that this was something he was asking his parents uh, to allow him to do. And they decided that, yeah, he's ready for this. And she put this uh, her story into a news uh, piece for one of the local newspapers there in New York. And the controversy exploded. She got on one news show after another after another. They were calling from around the world to interview her about this. How dare you allow your son out of your sight? How dare you allow him to go on his own in?
1: New York City. Well, that wasn't the the international press's take necessarily. It was uh, mostly the the, The the, the domestic press.
0: Well, yeah, I I haven't read all the press, so I can't really comment. Well, when Um, the
1: the English says, have we got our children wrapped in cotton wool, then I suspect what they're saying is is that maybe we're over-babying our children.
0: I suppose you could be right about that. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, I'm going to continue her story, and we can talk about the issue of uh, childification of America and and overprotecting children. Uh, of course, your, your thoughts are welcome at 800-259-9231. So this is a story that she's written for TheWeek.com, kind of looking back as a retrospective uh, on uh, her last year as to what has transpired, what she's uh, what she's learned, what it was like to be in her position. And she says you can Google it, America's worst mom, and indeed, uh, that's she comes up. Um, by the way, her name is uh, Lenore Skenazy. Continuing what she has to say, I really think I'm a parent who is afraid of some things like bears and cars and less afraid of others, subways, strangers. But mostly, I'm afraid that I, too, have been swept up in the impossible obsession of our era, total safety for our children every second of every day. The idea that we should provide it, and actually could provide it, it's as if we don't believe in fate anymore or good luck or bad luck. No, it's all up to us. Or,
1: or personal responsibility. The idea that you wouldn't foster, wouldn't want to foster in your nine-year-old personal responsibility. You look at these incidents with your child, each, each one of them, you weigh it as best you can, and you decide from there. You know, some kids get BB guns at eight years old. Some of them get, get them at 12 years old. Who knows who's Right.
0: Well, somebody uh, could get in charge of a a criminal gang called the government and then force what they believe is right on you. There's always that possibility.
1: Yeah, they do that a lot.
0: Uh, Childhood has really changed, she says, since today's parents were kids, and not just in the United States. Australian children get stared at when they ride the bus alone. Canadian kids stay inside playing video games. After I started a blog called Free Range Kids, I heard from a dad in Ireland who lets his 11-year-old play in the local park unsupervised, and now a mom down the street won't let her son go to their house. She thinks his dad is reckless. What has changed in the English speaking world that has made childhood independence taboo? Or childhood independence uh, a taboo? The ground has not gradually gotten harder under the jungle gym, the bus stops have not crept farther from home. Crime is actually lower than it was when most of us were growing up, so there's no reality-based reason that children today should be treated as more helpless and vulnerable than when, uh, than when we were when we were young. And if I may interject here, uh, I think one of the reasons is because news is so much more accessible, mm. so it's easy with the information age that we have, it's easy to come across a story about 12-year-old girl abducted and murdered. You know, and those are tragic stories. I I don't mean to make light of that. I'm not making I don't. I'm not intending to make light of that. I'm just saying it's easy to come across that. And then you've got these 24-hour news stations that are looking for a reason to get you to tune tune in as long as watching a full commercial break and hopefully for more than right. one. And
1: pretty missing pretty missing girls and children are, are th- things that, that make people tune in.
0: Absolutely. So when there's a story about some missing child, it's right. big, big I can tell news. you I've
1: got a uh, two-and-a-half-year-old son. His name is Jack. And if he – I, I, I've never been so petrified in my life until I had a child. I now think of all the terrible things that could happen when he is not in my vision. If if I know for sure he's in the house, he's liable to be playing with something sharp and dangerous and cutting his head off. If he's outside, I'm sure he's running down the driveway as I'm thinking about it, heading out to to cars. Mm -hmm. I imagine his mangled little body lying in the ditch constantly. (laughs) I've never been so petrified in my life until I had a child. I understand. And the fear. but Just 's got a shot collar. Right. Put, a, put in him the one the one underground invin- fence. Invisible fences. Yeah. And uh, then he can't go anywhere. <laughs> and, then I'll, and then I'll get, uh, you know, they'll take him away from me for yeah. abusing him.
0: Right. Because you wanted to protect him, right? <laughs> uh, so, so if parents all around us, she says, are clutching their children close, it's easy to understand why. It's what pop culture is telling us to do. Stories of kidnapping swamp the news. Go online and you can find a map of local sex offenders as easily as the local Victoria's Secret – uh, and she says. Meantime, if you do summon the courage to put your kids on a bus or bench or bike, other parents keep
1: butting in. An unwatched child, they say, is a tragedy waiting to happen. Absolutely, I heard a story about uh, somebody. A kid was in a car, and it was a you know a toddler aged kid in the car. The car was running, and uh, the, the the person was likely in a coffee shop because it was a, uh, a you know a parking mm-hmm. lot for a coffee shop. The person went in, and uh, this person went in and said, "Hey." The car the the mini the, the blue minivan is on fire out in the parking lot to see who panicked and ran out um to you know to teach them a lesson for leaving wow. their kid in the car. I mean, what if the kid didn't want to come in?
0: It's like the air conditioning's likely on in that car, right? I mean it's it or the running. heat. It if it's running. cold. Yeah. Uh here's a typical letter addressed to me at Free Range Kids. This is again her blog, so people are all kinds of giving her her a piece of their mind. I understand that you probably don't want your children to grow up afraid and not able to survive as independent adults. On the other hand, I think you're also teaching them that there's nothing to fear, and that isn't correct. It's survival of the fittest, and if they don't know who, what the enemy is, how will they avoid it? There are many, many dangers to protect them from, and it does take work. That's what parenting is. If you want them to run wild and stay out of your hair, you shouldn't have had them. So she says in response, oh, "I agree, it just makes uh, that it makes sense to teach your kids about danger and how best to avoid it, just like you want to teach them to stop, drop and roll if they're ever in a fire. But then, well, then you have to let them out again because the writer is wrong when she says there are many many dangers." to protect them from there are not mostly the world is safe mostly people are good to emphasize the opposite is to live in the world of tabloid tv a world filled with worst case scenarios not the world we actually live in which is factually statistically and luckily for us one of the safest periods for children in the history of the world like the housewives of the 1950s today's children need to be liberated unlike the housewives of the 50s the children can't do it themselves Though I love or I'd love to see hordes of kids gathering for meetings, staging protests and burning their baby knee pads, maybe they will. Uh, baby it's baby re- knee
1: pads. What do babies wear knee pads
0: for? I guess some parents give their kids knee pads. I mean the, you know, the ultimate protecto parent, right? The ultimate parent. My kid had to-
1: calluses on his knees from, from crawling so fast.
0: Well, maybe they will, she says. It's really up to us parents to start re-normalizing childhood, and that begins with us realizing how scared we've gotten, even of ridiculously remote dangers. We have to be less afraid of nature and more willing to embrace the idea that some rashes and bites are a fair price price to pay in exchange for appreciating the wonder of a cool-looking rock or an unforgettable fern. When we watch TV, we have to remind ourselves that its job is to terrify and disgust us so that we'll keep watching in horror. And it is doing an excellent job on both fronts. A few more recommendations from her. Your thoughts. Welcome here at 800-259-9231. There's nothing I disagree with so far in this uh, this piece. Uh, It's excellent. 1-800-259-9231. Get a grip. She's right. The world is a mostly safe place full of mostly good people. 800-259-9231. If it weren't, there'd be all kinds of terrible violence everywhere and you wouldn't be able to avoid it. It's Free Talk Live. Talk Live only moments remain, perhaps enough time for your call. If you make it now to 1 800 259 9231, it's the live Saturday edition of the show. 800 259 9231, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's Free Talk Live dot com, and if you enjoy the program, there are different ways that you can help support the show. You can go to promote.freetalklive.com, dot com get a whole list of things that you can do to get free talk live say on more radio stations or into more ears around the internet. Uh, go to promote. Dot freetalklive.com. We're sharing a story from theweek.com and it's from uh, Lenore Skenazi's book, Free Range Kids. She's also got a blog. It's uh, a woman, uh, who a mom, who allowed her nine-year-old son to find his own way home one day in New York City after he'd been asking to be given that level of responsibility. She decided that it was uh, it was a good time to do it and it resulted in a lot of controversy uh, from around the country and around the world. She's been called America's worst mom. About her ability to, uh, to, to be a parent in this supposed Supposedly scary, scary world uh, in which we live. And I like her viewpoint that this is actually a mostly peaceful world filled with mostly good people. And there's really not that much to be afraid of out there. Uh, And I, I just wanted to share a few more of her thoughts and we'll get yours. She says that uh, we're poisoned, by the way, by popular culture and television, Uh, these uh, influences in our lives that tell us that there's some danger looking around every corner, that person is a child molester, and that, uh, you know, that person is an abductor, and, you know, you need to be scared, there's sharp corners everywhere, and... Be frightened and buy this product to help solve the problem, right? Uh, Or stay tuned for the latest update
1: on, uh, you know, the murderer in your neighborhood. Make sure Uh, you get your kids' DNA printed and fingerprinted so that we can identify the body.
0: We have to learn to remind, she says, the other parents who think we're being careless when we loosen our grip that we're actually trying to teach our children how to get along in the world and that we believe this is our job. A child who can fend for himself is a lot safer than one forever coddled because the coddled child will not have mom or dad around all the time. Adults once knew what we have forgotten today. Kids are
1: competent. Kids are capable. I don't know that adults necessarily knew that. I think that to some extent they just didn't care.
0: Kids deserve freedom, she says, responsibility and a chance to be part of the world.
1: See, now kids cost a heck of a lot more than they used to cost. You know, it used to be a kid was an asset in the fact that you, you know, once they got a little older, you can make them work the field or something like that. But now, uh, you know, the, the numbers have uh, gone as high as $250,000 to raise one child. I think that those tend to be inflated, uh, a, a great deal, and most of that goes into college. But it's still, it's, it's an extraordinarily expensive venture, and people only have one or two of them, uh, two of them at the most, generally. So they, they tend to, to really uh, value this, this child. And they had them later in life when it's more difficult for them to have more. Back when people were having kids at 18, 19, 20 years old, when you're you know, physically in your best shape to have those things, you're not emotionally, financially, or, or any otherly uh, you know, in your best shape these days.
0: Let's go to the phones and the fun. Talk to Chris in Virginia. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live with the Inamark. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, what's on your mind?
13: Well, I was thinking about what this lady had to say, and as it pertains to the media aspect of things, I think she might be a little bit off. But as for the rest of it, it makes perfect sense to me. Nowadays, we have been molly-co- coddling the children so much that it's making them all, frankly, into the word, it's an old word, but it's an accurate one, wimps. Mm. Back when I was a child, and I'm sure when you were cho- when you were children, we actually went out and played. You get get a bum, you know, scraped knee, oh, well. You fall down, bump your head, oh, well. Things like that happen. It toughens you up and it made you learn to live. It made you learn to survive in this world because there are physical dangers out there. But guess what? Most of them are survivable.
0: Mm, And and it made you learn to be cautious as well on your own volition and to not have to uh, necessarily be so concerned about or or to, to to not think that you're going to be safe because you've got all these protections out there.
13: Exactly. Nowadays, there was a quote that said, Today is the Ameri- "Today's children is the first generation of American children more afraid of living than dying," and that's that's the way it really looks these days because these kids are so terrified of going out and actually experiencing the world. Are the kids that
0: terrified? It. Just as, I don't know, right? Because I don't talk to kids. <laughs> you know, they're not my peer group. Uh, but are the kids that terrified? Or are the parents the ones that are that terrified?
13: I think the kids are that terrified just because of the parent. The parent has pu- pushed it into their head so deeply that the whole world is dangerous. The whole world is out to get them. That these kids are scared of these imaginary bogeymen.
0: Do you know this from experience? Have you spoken with these kids? Do you, can you actually say this from? Yes, this is what I've experienced. Or are you speculating?
13: Well, actually, I've I've spoken with many children. have my roommate, for example, has a, has a child, and his fiance has two children, and I've spoke to them about these things. And thank God that these that these two parents actually raise their kids like we used to raise children. Let them get in trouble. Let them learn from their own experiences. But they've been around the negative influences so many years that even with the parents trying to do the right thing, there is still some seepage there, so to speak.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're around, uh, like, in the government schools or they're, they're watching the, the media and being uh, inf- influenced. And I, I think you're right about that. Uh, and I thank you for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. You know, one of the examples of this to the extreme are the helicopter parents there was a story that uh, introduced us to helicopter parents a few years ago these are the same parents we're talking about here right these these overprotective parents who have just done everything they can to round off all the sharp, sharp edges for their kids and and uh, and protect 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 And they they do it for so long that they don't know how to do anything else. They've never really let go to the point where when little Johnny has become big Johnny and he's 18 and getting ready to, say, go off to college, well, mom and dad come with and make sure that he's got his room set up right and make sure that his teachers don't uh you know give him a, a bad grade or they'll go talk to the teachers there in college or go uh go on a job interview with him and like all kinds of crazy uh overprotection at college age and in some cases these parents they just it doesn't stop
1: it's just Crazy. Well, I think that uh, in general, society tells parents that they must act like this. That you don't love your kid if you don't. And I think you mm. know, like I've, I, the only experience I have is the first two and a half years because that's how old my child is. But you know, I've I've kind of thought about you know what would happen if Laura and I put Jack to bed and went out for an evening because. If we stay at home, Jack lays in bed and sometimes he'll get up and, and, you know, holler. And mostly we let him holler until he goes back to sleep. Mm-hmm. So what would be the difference if we weren't there letting him holler when he went back to sleep? And I'm not suggesting that this is necessarily the way I want to do parenting, but I've just thought about this. Like, what would what would it be, really be like? Well, I can tell you that if somebody for some reason found out that we did this, the child would be taken away from us. Like, You know, whether we're there or not and the child's yelling or not doesn't really matter. It's all about about the perception, you know? right? Well,
0: what matters is the people with guns and what they think about your parenting skills. Doesn't matter. You don't get to experiment. You don't get to try things. If other people find out and they snitch you out to uh, you know to these government bureaucrats, they really will come in well, and destroy. Many your life. times,
1: these uh, these uh, HRS uh, organizations that are, that differ from state to state, these uh, these children services organizations, they um, a, a lot of times they make money. From the the organization makes money from having kids under its purview, so it will take kids away from. It is incentivized to mm-hmm. take kids away from people and figure it, budget. It, it, there's a story from uh, it's been within the last year, I think, where it's the the child of, of an infant was taken away from a mother for losing weight after it was born. This happens to ev- almost every infant mm-hmm. and given to a uh, a, a couple. That was politically connected. Like they just took the kid away from some lady and gave it to somebody else.
0: A couple that couldn't have kids, right? right. Wasn't that the rest of the that story? So because the woman was infertile or he was infertile or whatever, uh, the, they used their political connections to take someone's baby.
1: Basically. Well, they didn't. The organization did. I mean, if they want a kid, they want a kid. Uh, but the, you know, they put themselves in line and said, hey, you know, next one that comes along, we'd really like a baby, an infant.
0: So I, I think this is an incredibly important issue, and it would, it, you know, we haven't even given it the time it really deserves here because it, it just happens throughout young people's lives where they're told, you're not old enough for that yet. Oh, you can't see that movie. It's rated R. Oh, you can't smoke that cigarette. You can't drink that alcohol. You can't make these decisions. You can't eat off the adult menu yet.
1: There's all kinds of things where kids are. I was told, just I, I just took the car keys away from Jack uh, today. <laughs> he was playing in the uh, Honda Element, and uh, you know he likes to he likes to listen to his uh, little people's uh, CDs in there. They they sing mm-hmm. you know classic kids songs, and then some of them that are kind of kid uh and all that kind of thing. And uh, he was you know putting the keys in the ignition. I was oh. a little concerned with that, you know.
0: <laughs> not that he would be able to take it out of park. But. What
1: he was playing with the, the really? that thing too. I, I, I'm, look, I'm not going to turn the car on and say, "Go yeah. ahead, Jack, see what you can do." <laughs> I mean, he's right next to the house. He'll drive it through the house. We are out of
0: time. It has been the live Saturday edition of the show. Hey, don't forget, we've got our Internet uh, version of the Sunday show tomorrow night. Join us online for that at freetalklive.com. And, of course, back on the radio Monday. We'll see you online in the meantime. freetalklive.com. Have a great week. Attention,
13: all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out, up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This
0: is Tim Lewis from I Freedom Direct, and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and
12: privileges. On your feet! And get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom
13: Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to
9: varadio.com.